We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. I have my regular band of misfits with me today, minus Mike, who is on vacation. He says he does not miss you guys, though, so I don't know what that to tell That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> he actually did say but, that. Like, we're not even making that up. He told us no, to tell it's you that. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have Lucas with me tonight, so he is quite the parrot. So how are you doing tonight, Lucas? Well, I'm doing just standing, my friend. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Another Wednesday, another Nintendo night, so can't complain. I also have Justin with me. I was gonna Hello. leave. You, I was gonna leave you for last, but we've got an empty chair in our stead for Steve. So <laughs> again, God, Steve. Yes. yes, I am here, and 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 for those of you just joining us, so is my cat. Oh my Say hello, Winnie. Oh gosh. <laughs> While uh, Lucas is furiously face palming, let's move on to Steve. How are you doing tonight, Steve? I'm good. I, I was going to say, yeah, I don't think that our audio viewers can hear your wave. <laughs> Steve, Steve had to get an animal of his own because clearly that's just what we're doing tonight. We're all just going to show pictures of our animals. Well, <laughs> well Eugene got his cat on the show. I've got a snake so I can show you. And Justin got to join it. No one wants to see the trouser snake. <laughs> Oh god, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Guys, um, this is the first normal show we've had in a couple of weeks, and by normal I mean we're back talking about dicks and shit, I guess. So, uh, you're welcome! But, we are gonna get the proper rolling before we I can start singing that now if you want. <laughs> no, please don't. Honestly, but, uh, I can yeah, go gonna... on and on. <laughs> we're, we're gonna get the show going, guys. And, Justin, before you pull out your trouser snake, you are first in line to talk to us about some news. I, so... I wonder what this show is like in audio form now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like the listeners might be missing out on just a little too much. Alright, anyway. And that's and that's why they need to tune into the live show first. Yes. They're not, they're not lying. Subscribe to us on YouTube, guys. You can be here in the chat looking at trouser snakes. <laughs> No, no, you cannot. <laughs> that is not happening. That, opportunity. that is not <laughs> happening. That will not happen. Oh, God. Anyway, so after, after several um, false alarms, we finally got an announcement about the SNES Classic. <clears throat> um... It's not an actual date, but basically Nintendo has confirmed that pre-orders will be available and they will be, they said, was it later this month? No specific date, um, just later this month you'll be able to pre-order a Super NES Classic. I'm using an app that Eugene introduced me to that will give me a notification when they go live on Amazon US and Amazon UK. Mm -hmm. But since I've been having trouble, just going to throw this out there again, since I've been having trouble doing international purchases on my Amazon store credit card, um, might need a little help from you guys getting myself a UK version. <laughs> um, Fair enough. 
I guess we should also mention that it says on here a significant amount of additional systems will be shipped to stores for launch day and throughout oh, right, the balance yeah. of the calendar year. My, my uh, guess, yeah. and I was talking about this in our chat, my guess at this is Nintendo right now is kind of doing what they expect to sell. Then they're going to open up pre-orders, then they're going to adjust their manufacturing to accommodate more or stop manufacturing if they have enough or whatever based on how many pre-orders there are. This is not confirmed, this is just my guess. If Nintendo does anything smartly, which they don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, really, the the best thing Nintendo could do is make twice as many of these things as they think they're going to need, because... Well, oh, maybe right, for look us, at, look at this way. but how, not necessarily how many... for them. Alright, well... Peep, after what happened last year with the NES Classic, after what has been happening with the Switch... There are going to be a lot of scalpers out there. There are going to a lot of be a lot of people who buy them just to sell them. There are going to be a lot of people who are buying two of them to sell one of them. And if Nintendo makes twice as many as they need, they're still going to sell all of them. It's just the scalpers aren't going to get as much for them. But Nintendo will make the money, so win-win. Yeah, um, I just so here's I, my... I understand. You want to go first, Eugene? Well, I, yeah, you, you want to tell I, I me how wrong I am, Eugene? Come on, bring it on. I just have a real quick hit. I, I, this just reminds me of the news story we talked about. It sounds seems like a couple of months ago about how when Nintendo kind of came out and talked about how they were, um, you know, fighting for manufacturing plants with Apple. You know, Nintendo only has a finite amount of factories to build their products in, right? So right. more SNES classics could potentially mean less switches out in the marketplace, and I I kind of have a feeling switches. that. Nin Eh, you know, I, I kind of have a feeling that Nintendo is um, probably going to put their money in the Switch basket instead of the SNES basket because they have more to gain from that. But that's just my that's just my guess. But I think the I, I, it, it's a it's a toy cost, as I've said before on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's a throwback. No, it, I mean, it's. It's a coin toss about which one is better for them because arguably the Super NES Classic is a higher profit margin. So, you know, they well, probably don't yeah. make a whole lot of money, if any, off of selling the Switch, but the Super NES Classic is just a casing with some flash data on it with a bunch of games that they already had licensing rights to. So, But, but to Eugene's point, the Switch is more of an investment for them. I mean, you get oh, yeah, people definitely. owning Switches, then all of a sudden you make a profit off of every game that you're able to put on the system, yeah. you know, and... I, I don't know, like, I, I like the idea, especially as a consumer, I like the idea of Nintendo just doubling their Super Nintendo product and just, you know, shipping them out everywhere and screwing all the scalpers, but <laughs> I, I understand their hesitancy, because it seems like they never know if they've got a good thing or not, and admittedly, well, this is a yeah. pretty safe good thing, because the NES right. Classic was a big seller, but you you just, you never know how something's going to do until it does, you know, and it's going to help the... you, and... But but I, I understand them wanting to be safe, especially after they just got destroyed with the Wii U, you know? Yeah, I mean, and that's and that's the thing is, you know, they could end up being short like they have been on a lot of things, or they could end up overstocking, like you said, on the Wii U, or, yeah, sure. um, or, or what else say, have they gotten burned on? 
like completely hypothetical say that um you know a lot of people are, were our age or my age i guess and didn't grow up with necessarily an nes because they were too young to remember it but they grew up with the super nintendo so maybe they never got a chance to really play an nes as like an nes but the super nintendo was something they already owned and they don't really feel the need for it i don't think that that's going to be the case but there's just there's so many random things that could cause the market to shift for this one that like, I expected to sell gangbusters, but there's always a chance yeah. that it might not. So I know them not wanting to, you know, go nuts I I, as much as I think I we think all I wish they would. I saw that movie. <laughs> God. And, and, you know, to Lucas's point that N- Nintendo... Um, so, sure, they're going to... I, I have no doubt that they would sell out of every last SNES classic that they make, right? I mean, the, we Eventually, see... I'm sure. I mean, even if they overstocked on it, I'm sure by... Um, like spring or summer of next year, they would have sold out of them. Sure, but here's the thing: like to Lucas's point, there after you sell an SNES classic, that's it. You're not going to make any more money off of it. If with a Switch, mm-hmm. you have the potential to make uh, money off of every game sale through licensing fees or people buying games on the mm-hmm. eShop. I mean, there's just more avenues of revenue for Nintendo if people were to buy a switch granted obviously it's a it's a much greater investment what eighty dollars compared to three hundred dollars but i i mean i if i were nintendo anyways i would i would try and make as many snes classics as i could but without hindering um manufacturing of my other consoles if that makes sense Right. I think the, the brightest point in all of this is the statement that apparently they're planning on releasing systems throughout the year. So maybe even yeah. if at launch there is a bit of a dip and scalpers get a hold of them, maybe they'll do a better job of reading the market once they've released it and they have like an initial sales number. And, you know, they can, they can kind of play to their crowd this time instead of just saying, no, we're done, we've sold all we're going to sell, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was a real slap in the face what happened with the NES Classic. That they just, I mean, I understand, all right, they didn't expect the market to be that big for them, but to just stop making them anyway was ridiculous. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a lot of, like, inside corporate and industrial-level things that, like, we'll never understand about that, like, but all the same, yeah, I feel like they kind of missed the boat with the NES, so hopefully they do a better job with the SNES, and it sounds like they're starting to. It sounds like they've got an idea, so that's cool. Maybe this one yeah. will go a little bit smoother for everyone. Although, from I what mean, I'm seeing in the chat, it's not, cause, and that's more on Walmart. But there is that <laughs> whole thing about Walmart apparently canceling like everyone's pre-orders in the U.S., so yeah. you know, Dude, this, it's already this literally, starting. <laughs> well, this right, literally just hap- or happened already with the NES cl- uh, class, if you if you guys remember it. But it was Target that that well, did this very thing. And I remember this happening right. with the Switch too. There there was sure. some store, I think, unless I'm just like fake news. But um, I think <laughs> there was some store. You like how I worked that in there? A little topical political humor. Um, <laughs> that like was would have been better if you hadn't, you know, just you know pointed it out. Yeah, I like to make sure everybody knows. If you have to explain the joke. I like to make sure everybody knows just how funny I am. No, but um, (laughs) I I think that somebody did sell out of Switches and then cancel all the pre-orders. I don't know if it was Walmart or not, but that was a thing, I think. So, I mean, this seems to happen Um, all the time with stores. 
Well, I mean, you can't blame Nintendo for Walmart basically saying, hey, you can pre-order these, and Nintendo saying, uh, no, you can't. Yeah. And Walmart going, oh, wait, no, you can't. Sorry. Well, the story <laughs> is from that, apparently, is that it was actually a glitch. It wasn't supposed to go live to begin with. That's why the pre-orders were open for so long that night, apparently. So, uh, yeah, it was somebody pushed the wrong button or scheduled right. it at the wrong time or something, and it went live inadvertently. And I, I'm pretty sure that was the case with what happened with the NES classics um, on tar in Target's case um, last year, but I could be mistaken about that. Um, I think it's more just a sign of where we are right now in terms of like, and calling this a console release, I don't think is that unjustified. Where we are mm -hmm. with console releases, you know, it's a mess. It's just like with the Amiibo stuff, it's a mess. And nobody yeah. seems to know how much to make because it's a relatively new product, even though these kind of things have been around for years. And just mm -hmm. like, you know, people people are confused. Nobody seems to know how to handle selling them. If some yeah, marketing I mean, genius could come along to Nintendo and, like, predict the perfect number of units to create, they'd probably have a sealed job there for the rest of their lives. But Well, yeah, right. and, and, to be, and to be fair to Nintendo, they're not the only ones who've had this problem. Every console by every manufacturer in the past... 10, 15 years has had shortages right out yeah. of the gate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, even the PlayStation 2 didn't have shortages of systems, but they had a huge shortage on memory cards. So yeah. they have, they've all oh, been man, screwing it up. I, yeah. I wasn't yeah, really yeah. informed enough to remember this or pay attention to it, but I'm sure the Wii must have had problems. Because oh, God, the freaking... Wii was sold out for two years straight. Yeah, because yeah. like, the Wii sold yeah. gangbusters, and nobody expected it after the GameCube. So, yeah. I mean, I realize I you're standing only in like line 12, for one of those. but how could you not remember that? <laughs> well, I, I, I was old enough to get the system, but I wasn't old enough to really pay attention to like the political mm. landscape of video game oh, developers. Yeah. So like, I just went and I got my system. And I remember standing in line for like five hours and doing that. But I was still in high school. I didn't really care about, you know, Nintendo as a company. I just remember people going, oh, Nintendo's doomed. And me being like, I hope not. But, <laughs> I, just, I just take for granted the fact that I've been listening to podcasts for like 13 years now. So Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. So okay, I'm well, I think always that's really all we have for the um, SNES Classic pre-orders. Unless, uh, Steve, you didn't really get to chime in much on this one. Do you have any thoughts here? Um, other than I'm just flat out not interested in it, that's why I was kind of quiet. Um, mm -hmm. After the whole Amiibo thing, I'm kind of done fighting the fight with stuff that I just don't personally find that entertaining. Oh, yeah, I mean, the, the SNES games I have, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I've got them on other systems. I don't feel the need to buy another system that I have no HDMI ports for. Sure. So, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about Amiibo as long as you brought it up. Oh, God. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, we're going to talk about something else that sells for a fucking ast astronomical sum. Uh, Mario Brothers, the original, Your like mom. the game that you can find at every pawn shop, like 30 million copies of it, <laughs> sold for... Not every virtual console. Yeah, it, it, it sold for... Um... And the NES Classic, if you could get one. Yeah, no shit, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, the, it, the a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers sold on eBay this last week for... Thirty thousand fucking dollars, like crazy, right? That's that's a lot of fucking cash. But um, apparently, the reason why it was sold for so much is that um, so first of all, it was sealed. Second of all, I guess the box is one of the original boxes that had like uh like you know how the they, they have the little hangy hooks that you can hang on the back or whatever. Well, I guess not all of the Nintendo boxes had that. This one does. 
Um, a couple of other little things that I was kind of reading up on that makes it pretty rare. But yeah, it sold for $30,000. Like, isn't that fucking nuts? I just, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't have the collector bug. So yeah. I don't really understand, like, why you would ever want to do that. Like, I, I, good yeah. for you. You got a really rare edition of Super Mario Bros., that you paid thirty thousand dollars for, but you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, besides, play. like yeah. a new car or an old house, I can't understand spending thirty thousand dollars on anything. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. No I kidding. just. Oh, and apparently, the same buyer also paid over ten thousand dollars for a sealed copy of Kid Icarus. So right. this guy really likes collecting. Like, I get it. I watched this whole <laughs> documentary on these guys who spent, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars on old Star Trek memorabilia. And, like, that's fine if you want to have, like, a replica ship of, like, the Enterprise sitting in your collector's study or whatever, if that's what you're into. I understand that more, I think, than I understand this, because there's only, like, one of them, and it's, like, something you can look at and be like, this looks yeah. interesting. But, like, this is a box, a sealed box with Super Mario Bros. <laughs> in it. Like, uh, I treated my Legend of Zelda cartridge as a collector's item, and it didn't sure. mean anything to anybody but me. But, like, that's something, I guess, because you can look at it, but I, I just don't get it. I guess he assumes he's going to be able to turn it around for a profit or something, or he wants to start, like, a video game museum. I, I, I it sounded like this guy is, like, be a one major the other, collector. Yeah. 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 Uh, so let me read what um, Kotaku has to say about why this um, this video game is so rare. Uh, this copy of Super Mario Brothers has a lot going for it. It's in ridiculously good condition. It's still sealed in the shrink wrap, but beyond that, it has a very early copy of the... Uh, oh, wait. <laughs> I skipped the line. It's in the original hang tab style box. So uh, that I guess that is important to collectors because I had never even heard of a hang tab style box and much less even seen one. So I guess they must be really rare. I, I but doesn't mean shit to me. <laughs> yeah, I and like you know Jacob Taylor is in the chat and he's saying you know like he's got the collector bug and everything and he's right mm -hmm. if that's what they want to do that's what they want to do. I just don't get it. Like I I would rather I just wrote this in the chat so this is going to be redundant, but I'd rather buy new games with that money. Like if I had $30,000, right. first off, I'd be feeling pretty good about myself, but like <laughs> there's just so many more exciting things I can think of buying than a cartridge, but you know, he wants it, he's got it. Good for him, I guess. I don't know if it's a deal or not because I really have no idea what those things are supposed to go for, but sure. I mean, yeah. to to, to to kind of bring it back to the last topic with the Super NES Classic, that's kind of my thing. Like, I would love to... I mean, I have a lot of those games on cartridge already. I would love to have them on virtual console. And this, you know, that's just something like, it'll look neat, it'll have all those games on it, I can pop it in and play. But that's 80 bucks, and it's practical. This is, you know, $30,000 and... Once you open it, it's not worth $30,000 anymore, so you literally yeah, just nope. spent $30,000 on a game that you cannot ever play. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, like, I've, I've had and my that's Pokemon... A, and that's the thing, is, you know, if you're going to spend the money on it, spend the money on something you can use. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I've, I've had my Pokemon card collecting, like, moments. Like, I've had months where I was really into that. But, like, it, it never became a thing <laughs> for me where I was willing to, like, go online and put down, like thousands of dollars for a really rare card you know right like, I, I just i guess i just don't understand it it's something that some people enjoy 
it, it's not something that I, first of all, have the funds for, or second of all, could enjoy. <laughs> but hey, somebody paid $30,000 for a copy of Mario Bros., so that's cool. Maybe. <laughs> and, yeah. I, well, I, I was, was just going to jump in and say. Some... Go ahead. I was going to say, maybe we could get some like limited edition physical copies of Twisted Fusion and keep those for like 40 years and sell them. <laughs> maybe our inside right. connections could, uh, you know. I was say, maybe this guy with $30,000 for a $5 game can donate some money to Infendo. Maybe he's a fan <laughs> of Nintendo-themed podcasts as well, and he'd like to <laughs> become our patron. Yeah, right. But uh, so I was just going to jump in and kind of close out the topic um, and say, yeah, like, I, if I had the money, I would fucking buy stuff like this all the time. But I don't, you know, like, it's not my thing. I, but I do have kind of that collector's bug. I mean, just look at my Amiibo shelf, you know, but not to a point where I'm going to spend like, what, $50,000 on like stadium events or whatever, you know, that's just not. That's just not something that I'm all about. But if I have the funds, I mean, I maybe this guy's a millionaire, you know, who maybe it does it's just like chump change for him. He just don't Clearly, cuz hopefully. We, yeah, he spent tens of thousands of dollars on on another game, so hopefully that wasn't like his life savings or like a failed child's college fund or something. You got to have a <laughs> life before you can have savings. All right, guys. Well, we're going to jump out of this topic and move into the next one. So, I believe, Lucas, you are up. So why don't you hit us with some news? Getting excited here because we got some interesting stuff to talk about. I'm going to stay as objective (laughs) as possible. I promise that to anyone listening right now. (laughs) I'll believe that when the topic is over. I'm going to be talking about Capcom. And I promise that I will not let my feelings for Monster Hunter get in the way. This will be the only time you hear me use the word Crapcom. I am not that kind of person. (laughs) Capcom and Nintendo are apparently uh, doing all right with each other. Because even though it seems like Capcom isn't really all that hot on us and doesn't really want to (laughs) like win over Monster Hunter or anything like that, Apparently they sold 450,000 uh, units of Street Fighter 2 in <laughs> I was just about to quarter. say, does it have to do with Street Fighter? <laughs> and that's, that's good. It was more than they were expecting, apparently. So they are apparently, quote, starting to prepare multiple Switch version titles. I'm they announced not sure. Resident Evil. Yeah, they've announced Resident Evil. Um, there is no word on freaking Monster Hunter, but hey, what do you know? <laughs> I don't think they've announced anything else here either. Like, we've got little conversations about Mega Man Legacy 2 and Disney Afternoon Collection, but I don't think we've heard anything about that, have we? No. I say, I want to see Disney Afternoon Collection. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I I would love it if Monster Hunter Double Cross made it over. I'm not expecting Monster Hunter World, although I think it's kind of ridiculous (laughs) that we don't get it, because, you know... Oh, I'm sure there will be a Monster Hunter Double Cross of some sort. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, yeah, they're gonna double cross all of us it's again. Just, Thank you, Ted. That was the joke. <laughs> it's just—it's a little—it's a little frustrating to see that you know. Apparently, sales are doing good, but we still don't really have a reason other than I guess just Westerners don't like Monster Hunter that we don't get to see those games. And what about Disney Afternoon Collection? What about Mega Man Legacy Two? We got the first one that came out on like two systems. Yeah, those are the ones that. Those are the ones that don't make any sense to me whatsoever. Why? Because those are just so simple. And like, well, sure. even, and they were Nintendo games. <laughs> and even with a game like Double Cross, I mean, you've already got the game. I know localization takes time and takes money, 
but not as much as building a game from the ground up and just release it digitally if you're that worried about sales yeah. and save on you know the huge amount of money that you have to put into putting all of them on cartridges and putting all of them. I love being able to say cartridges again, by the way. We're putting them <laughs> on cartridges and putting them in boxes and printing out box art and printing out little pamphlets, even though they don't really even do that anymore. Just like, I, mean, I, I wish that there was some kind of middle ground with this, I guess. But I, it's good news, I suppose, that Capcom is doing better with the Switch, because maybe that means we'll get more stuff in the future. I mean, sure. the downside to well, doing it digitally is that, um, I don't know, have... have any of you guys bought any Switch games digitally? Yeah, like my entire okay. collection. The only game I own physically is Zelda. Do you have any? And I own Arms. Do you have any space available on your Switch now, Steve? Well, I bought a sixty-four gig card on opening weekend, so yeah, I have. I've got plenty of space. I have a thirty-two gig card, and I have plenty of room left over. Uh, see, because we were but discussing a couple of weeks here. ago the size of like the update for NBA. NBA. Yeah, and uh, well, but here's something to consider, Justin. <laughs> so, so I while you get your train of thought back, I own ten. No, I own nine or ten Switch games digitally, like full and I, full on retail full, games or full. Uh, let's. Or are see. we talking uh, like okay. like eShop well, games? All right, fellas, My, whip them out. Minecraft Minecraft is almost three gigs by itself. Um. So, but, you know, just looking at these games, so my, let's see, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what up? Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, what I was going to say is, you know, the, the Switch is, seems to be a lot less likely for there to be digital buying because of the cost of... You know, like, on the Wii U, I bought a lot of stuff digitally because it was so easy to just get... You know, I've got a 500 gigabyte hard drive on there. It cost me 50 bucks, and that's far more space than I will ever need for the Wii U. On the 3DS, most games aren't more than a gig or two, so I can still have lots of games on that. With the Switch, you're looking at, you know, current generation, multi... You know, possibly tens of gigabyte size games... And the largest micro SD card you can get is 200 gigabytes, and that's like that costs you about half as much as the Switch itself. Well, here's where I am right now, um, just At as, the as like a statement. I've got seven that are like full length titles, like not counting like Quarantine and you know, like little games like that. Um, I've got 14 free gigs on my system, and I've got 81.3 free gigs on my micro SD. So I'm pretty good for the foreseeable future, unless, like, every game that comes out is Breath of the Wild-sized. Like, I can handle, <laughs> right. like, three and well, four even, gigabyte games. And I can handle a few 16-gig games, you know? Even Mario Kart is only 6.8 gigs. Yeah, I just, I haven't experienced any trouble yet with... And I realize that part of that is because I chose to invest in an SD card at launch, and I chose to, you know, up my... But, like, I just, I think it's a good option to start releasing things digitally. I just get the feeling that with the Switch, the idea that Nintendo had was to kind of push us towards digital digital games. I'm not really sure right. why I feel that way. Maybe because it's such a portable system and you could really only carry like one cartridge sure. with you at a time if you don't have like a pouch. Right. But it just seems so much more convenient to download games digitally. The only reason I really find myself wanting to get physical games is for the sake of owning the game. That that little bit of collector's bug that I guess I have too. Like I, I'd like to get Splatoon physically, just because it's more of a mainstream game. 
but I think that Nintendo kind of wants us to go digital for this generation, so I, I don't know. Okay, one at a time, gentlemen. And is Eugene back? Can we hear Eugene? I am back. Let me just finish my thought real quick. I'm, I'm sorry that I was cutting out there. But, um, yeah, so the, the, I, I think I've um, talked about this on the show before, but the reason why I've gone um, mainly physical is because I have um, two Switch consoles in my household now. So going digital really isn't an option for me at this point because, like, I, I would love to be able to have Mario Kart on my console all the time, right? But my girlfriend loves to fucking play Mario Kart, so then I would have to buy two <laughs> versions of Mario Kart. So I don't know. It, it's I, I'm with you, Lucas. I wish I could go d- completely digital here, and I feel like you do that Nintendo is trying to push consumers in that direction but at the same time like unless they're gonna um, implement a system like what for example like with um, with Xbox um, the the, you there's that that play anywhere feature right so I can play my Xbox games on my PC or on my Xbox but I don't have to choose to either have my games on my PC or my Xbox I can just play them at any point right that it's not that way with the switch unfortunately and i wish nintendo would kind of get Get a little bit more lax on that yeah and i can totally understand that like being a single guy who lives like relatively isolated like i don't need to share my switch with anyone so Mm -hmm. that's not a big deal for me but with you know you you obviously want to share with heather so yeah yeah i mean i like I, i i don't know how much switch playing my uh my seven-year-old will do but um i know one of the great things about having so many of my games digitally on the wii u is he can just turn on the wii u and pick whatever game he wants um because most of the ones he likes are digital um Mm -hmm. and uh, to what you were saying eugene yes i uh sony has been doing the cross-platform digital purchasing for God, almost as long as the PS3's been out, because I remember buying mm-hmm. games on my PSP and being able to, you know, playing like PS1 games on one or the other. You can transfer the game save from one to the other. Hell, they have yeah. a cloud now that transfers it for you. Um, I have access to Retro City Rampage on every Sony system because I bought it once, like five years ago. <laughs> right. Well, and um, can I? Oh, did you want a Eugene? I was actually just gonna gonna let Steve have a turn here, but you go first and let's let Steve talk. Steven? Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, go ahead, Lucas. Go ahead and finish your thought. Sorry, I was in the chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I was just gonna share. I was gonna do this during Change the System because I thought it was kind of cool and I never get to do this, but I'll do it now because it's kind of topical. Um, I brought my Switch with me because we had a training over at the theater on Monday, which is one of my jobs. And I was playing it a little bit, like in during like the break period, because it was like a four-hour training. And one of my friends is like, "Oh, is that the Switch? I've never seen one before. I want to play it." And like he started <laughs> playing it, and I, he was like, "Oh, what games do you have on it?" And like that was cool for me, because like I have a few games like loaded into my Switch, like good yeah. games like Minecraft and. Uh, right. I feel like Mario Minecraft will be one of those digital purchases for me. Well, yeah, it needs to and, be. And he boots up Mario Kart, and he's playing it. And yep. like the the part that doesn't really fit with this is like everybody that has never played a Switch at my work just like gathered around and watched, and they were like, "Wow, it <laughs> feels really solid." Oh, wow, the picture's really good. That made me happy because I can see that it's a system that people like. But I was able to yeah. do that because it's a digital purchase. You know, like I didn't have Breath of the Wild in the cartridge because I had kind of given up on that until Eugene forced me back in like a dog. <laughs> but um, but it was cool. Like he could 
could choose a game that he wanted to play and play it. Like that to me is the ultimate part of buying my games digitally that while I'm on the go and for me the yeah. switch really has become a system that I carry with me a lot on the go because somehow I fit that sucker in my pocket. Um, <laughs> so like for me I, I like having all those games. I think that's really cool. So <laughs> eh, that's that's my little bit on digital, I guess. No, well, I totally I've, wish I was I've I did that as well. Oh go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say I've I've always preferred digital on my handhelds ever since three yeah. DS. Sure. Yeah. Um, I upgraded to the biggest memory I could have. I wait for the memory to go on sale. I watch. I don't know if any, if any of you guys follow follow them, but Nintendo Deals and Amiibo Alerts mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yeah, they are two of the best ones that you can use for Nintendo Deals and to see Amiibo Alerts. Obviously, does more than Amiibo, even though it doesn't sound like it. Um, they're how I f- every time a Switch goes live somewhere, that's how I find out about it. And then the people that I know that are watching them, um, I'm just like, hey, it's live. Did you get it? No. Well, I'm going to stop telling you. Um, Yeah, I'm talking to you, Keegan, if you're listening. (laughs) Um, But yeah, for me, digital is just the way to go. Um, I started the 64 gig card because it was on sale. I plan, what's the biggest we can get? 200 gigs or is it two terabytes? 250 something. Like two gigs. That the, that oh, no, the yeah, right. Yeah, terabytes actually, right? Yeah, something that doesn't even exist yet. So yeah, so... Yeah, so once the larger memory like that starts going down price and it goes down to something I can afford, I will buy it and upgrade because that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. Now, if only I could find such great deals on PlayStation Vita memory cards. <laughs> yeah, good fucking luck. Oh, do they I even just make? Justin, remind me to tell you. I'll I'll tell you Justin offline a story about a PlayStation Vita memory card on that'll make Play- you sick. Uh. Well, I just do think they... about. Oh, Eugene. Go, Eugene. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Go Eugene. ahead. I was just going to ask a question. I can ask it later. Yeah, I was You're just going to piggyback off of Gentis and say that, which I like that I swap your names out constantly, by the way, Steve. <laughs> but I was just going to piggyback off of him and say that, like, I remember being a kid on the school bus in high school and having my DS, like, original, like, gray brick DS... Mm-hmm. And having to choose in the morning, like, what game I wanted to bring with me and hoping I would still want to play that game at 3.15 when school got out because oh. I didn't have a choice to, like, you know, download stuff on that. And how fun Imagine- must it be to be a kid who can bring a $300 piece of hardware in his backpack to school and play Mario Kart 8 while he's, like, waiting for class to start now. Like, that's got to be really Imagine, uh, Imagine how hard it was back in the late 80s, early 90s when all of your cartridges were, like, this big. <laughs> I do. And, by the way, I didn't, have, I, I didn't have a Game Boy until the Game Boy Pocket came out. So we're talking Game Gear here. The Game oh, Gear God. didn't even fit. In a pocket, <laughs> right? D- dog, it if you wanted to play mind. the original Game Boy, you had to have like a light and a magnifying glass attached oh, to it because you can oh even barely God. fucking see those things. Since it's a sl- slow week, we-, we can talk about this for a minute. My friend had <laughs> this gigantic case, which is probably the size of my computer monitor. Not that anybody can oh, see God. it, but I got like a like nineteen inch computer monitor here. He had this gigantic thing with yeah the fold out magnifying glass, the little. <laughs> yep. The little light bulbs on the side of it. Yep. Um, there were stereo speakers. 
you close it up inside the case, and there's a joystick and the big giant buttons. I'm like, yes, this I thing... had that case. Yeah, I'm like, I'll, I have to see if I can find a picture of it to show the chat, but it was just, it was just a monstrosity. And I'm then so I look at the Switch, and I'm like, oh my god, this thing's half the size of your Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, um, unless you guys have anything else to talk about about whatever the fuck we were talking about to begin with, I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> Capcom. Yeah, Capcom. Oh, I, I did have. <laughs> did we mention it's a Sony week? <laughs> I did have one comment on that. Why the fuck are they basing their business model on a thirty-year-old game? Yeah, I don't have... really get it either. I we we've had this. And it's not only a thirty-year-old game; it is a port of a ten-year-old version. Of a thirty-year-old game, yeah. and it's not like, even as good as the port was. Yeah, like <laughs> no? going back to um, what we were talking about when we were talking about the SNES Classic. Like, I understand the the tepid nature of not wanting to dive right into a brand new system like this, but it kind of feels like the equivalent of basing your sales numbers off of Zombie U. You know, right. it's like it's like you launch yeah. Yeah. which one is game, basically what Ubisoft did. Yeah, you launch one game yeah. that you know nobody's really that interested in, and I don't know if you're just completely blinded by like creator lust or if you honestly just hope it's gonna fail, but it doesn't do that well. And yet amazingly apparently Street Fighter has. And well, then from there on you just say, Well, clearly it's a dud system and there's no point in, you know. I'll be honest, I will probably yeah. end up getting Street Fighter when I get a Switch because I mean, there's just something about the appeal of being able to you know, pull it out and hand the other person a control and like, alright, let's party like it's 1995. You know? <laughs> well, and right, now, <laughs> and right now, it really is one I didn't of the have only it. fighting games on the Switch short of ARMS, and ARMS is a pretty unique experience, so yeah. like, you know... Well, and I'm not sure you'd want to whip a Joy-Con off of ARMS and do that in the middle of work either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I did that once. I look like an idiot. Hopefully my boss isn't listening. Okay, guys. Well, um, speaking of sales, I guess, is where we talking about sales? Yeah, sure. I don't know. Whatever. Our transitions have been really lazy. We only have four topics this week, so we just kind of have to bullshit our way through them. We only have four of us this week. But yeah, so we're going to move on, guys, and this next topic is our last topic, but uh, Steve, why don't you take it for us? Okay. Uh, Steve, Nintendo just oh, unveiled... Nintendo you, just unveiled their quarter one financials. What? Can you, like, lean to your... Whatever God. side will put you in the center of the screen there. Justin's just there really, go. really picky about our visuals. <laughs> which I'm sure is a lot of fun for, like, the tons of people who actually listen instead of watch us. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. I'm, I'm going to do the rest of the show just like this. Just to bother Justin. <laughs> will it work? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Okay. News! Um, so, Nintendo... So Nintendo just did their Q1 financials, and the Switch has sold 4.7 million consoles worldwide since the launch. Eugene, I need you to look something up for me. I can. This is the point I wanted to make. Oh, good lord, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) 
how many Wii U's were sold in its lifetime while I continue reading this story. I think I already know that. It's um, like 13 or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll look it up. It's like 13. Yeah, seven? so... In addition to that, 13.6 million pieces of Switch software have sold. Wow. Mario Kart 8 is 3.54 million. Breath of the Wild is 3.92 million. And ARMS is 1.18 million. Um, and I think, if I remember right, hearing from another website, um, this is the first time they've been profitable since, I believe, back in the Wii days, if I remember right. That's got um, so, I think they yeah. did. They were starting to make a profit towards the end of the Wii U, only because you know the, the Wii U had become so cheap to manufacture at that point. And the 3DS. But, yeah, and the that 3DS has <laughs> always been yeah pretty modest with with sales. I mean, never not gangbusters like the original DS, but right. Yeah, this is definitely the so, first time Nintendo has really been making a profit rather than just squeaking by. And also, if I remember hearing right, the uh, um, one sec, Eugene, I'll let you say what you're going to say. Um, uh, Phantom in chat says the... 13 million is the count for Wii U. Eugene, what did you get on that? Uh, yeah, so Nintendo, um, the, the last time they released their financials on March 31st, they said that it was 13.56 million worldwide. So as of March uh, 31st, that's your number. So we're a quarter of the way there Already. in the first four months. <laughs> Already. So, and I believe it's already, if, if I remember right too, it's already beating the pacing of the Wii U. <laughs> I can't even look at you, Lucas. I just can't. can't what even is, look at you. I'm what just, is happening? What I'm just going to stay silent so you can just edit all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so uh, let's let's uh let's kind of uh, break apart these numbers. So as Steve already said, that's a fucking quarter of the way already to what the Wii U sold. And granted, the Wii U was you know for all intents and purposes a flop, but like that's really good for Nintendo, man. I mean, to see them at the top of the sales charts again, that's that's great to see. And for me, what hopefully I mean we say this every fucking time, but for me, hopefully <laughs> what this means is more third-party games, more right. uh, you know like more Capcoms, more Konami's. Well, fuck Konami actually, more uh, more Square's third-party games. Because let's face it, the Wii is the yes. best-selling system of all time and had a lot of third-party crap. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so I, I, I think that this is nothing but good stuff for Nintendo, obviously, right? I mean, as Nintendo fans, we want to see them do good so then more games come so we can play more games, right? So, I mean, and nothing but systems. good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Steve, it looks like for you, you were saying that, um, I, I believe it was you that was saying this anyways, that with the that the Switch was one of the first, or now with the Switch, that uh, it's like bringing Nintendo back into profitability. So I mean, right? Yeah, this is just yeah, all this good news. Is, this was the first. They've showed a loss for the last several years, just because they've had to sell the Wii U at a loss. Mm -hmm. It wasn't selling software, so they weren't making any of that money back on the back end. Sure. And the 3DS, while it's been a a really like high selling console, it's never necessarily been a profitable one for them. Um, the last time they really made money on a console was with the Wii, just because they sold an ungodly amount of software on the Wii. And they were using, like, five-year-old technology inside of it. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, so that's the news. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's all I got.
Alright, we're back, y'all. Nintendo's <laughs> time. Um, it's been a couple weeks since we played this game, but it's gonna be fun times. We've got a full chat. We've got. Nice, Justin. <laughs> we, I saw we... Jacob Taylor asking about my shirt, so I had to show him. <laughs> Eugene, I don't remember how to play this game. Can you please tell us how? Oh, thank you, Lucas. I will definitely inform you about this game you have never played before. So, thank you. Nintendoons is a fantastic game that was just recently ripped off by the official Nintendo Twitter account, where cool. we get to pl uh, choose a whole bunch of Nintendo songs. This week, I've got ten for y'all, and you guys are going to try and guess which games they came from. Um, I actually have a theme this week. It's not anything exciting. It might be to some people. <laughs> it, Justin is getting drunk, so that's his theme. Um, the, That'll help. The, the theme this week is games that appeared on the GameCube, because I've been playing a lot of GameCube Ooh. games this week for some reason. So I like that. Yeah. Well, this this sucks. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of which, Eugene, remind me to talk about that thing that I got a couple weeks ago and yes. forgot to talk about last week. Yes, definitely, definitely. I'll put that on the in my mental show notes. So, I'm, I'm curious. Like, without further ado, guys, um, we're going to get rolling plug it with Nintendoons. If I can find the right folder I saved all my music into, I sure yep. did. Okay, so I'm going to start with a game that I'm thinking is probably going to be pretty easy, and then I'll, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, this one should be kind of a giveaway to start with, so let's see how y'all do. Come here, Bigger. Sorry. All right. Starting right oh. now. Oh, I should click on Eugene's face. Click on Eugene, yeah. Right. How's the audio? Do you guys need Wind Wakers? Loud. I was just about loud. to say that. It's loud, you said? It is loud. Yeah, I'll turn it down. Oh. Is, that... is this a thousand year door? No. Oh. Okay. Is this Ocarina of Time on that Ocarina disc that we got from Wind Waker? Whatever. No. It's not the. Oh, it's no, Four Swords Adventures. Oh, I'm yes! just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> I'm like, what Zelda game have we not? <laughs> okay. So on my end, I said it before Steve, but I don't know if like lag made it so that Steve said it first. I heard first you first, Lucas. I heard it at the same time. I I, I kind of heard you guys at the same time as well. So I was going to give you guys both a point. Can if you we guys just don't both get mind. a point? Yeah, I'm cool yeah. with yeah, sharing. Anything can I have a point too? Since I was gonna say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like There's literally, I opened my I... mouth and heard Lucas's words. <laughs> <laughs> There's my obligatory point. I'll, if you need me, I'll be playing Minecraft. Hey, this is GameCube, dude. You have a chance this time. Justin is out of his element. We're not gonna get any Atari garbage this time. So, <laughs> yeah. um, actually, I played a lot of. Uh, GameCube games. Yeah, so. but see, the thing is, Justin, so did we. <laughs> so for <laughs> once, this is an even competition. <laughs> okay, hey, Eugene so usually I, gives us like to... NES games that nobody's ever heard of. So yeah, yeah. well, that's see, that's why I came up with this theme. So here is the next game. Um, it's funny. I hope you guys don't have the chat open because the chat no. is totally guessing games that I have for the future of Nintendoons. So chat, keep that in mind. The future here of is the tonight's next game. Nintendoons or <laughs> for tonight's, yeah. Okay. All right. Here's the next game. I think this one's probably going to be easy as well. We talk about this game quite a bit, so let's find out. Oh, F-Zero GX. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is F-Zero GX. 
it's loud. Do, 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 do. And then that? that looks already got it. So with uh, I'm gonna keep this going. song going, and then let's adjust the volume so then it's okay. How do we sound now? So I think that's good. That's better. Okay, so I'll kind of leave it at this. Just um, let me know if the volume gets too loud. But yeah, that's F Zero. I didn't get to play the song I wanted to play. This one. Thanks, Lucas. Is that Firefield? No. Big that's blue. either Mute City or... It's Big is it blue. Mute City? Big Blue. Like, mm -hmm. I always get those two confused, but they're like the only two themes that have carried over through every F-Zero. Right. So. Is that yeah. the regular Big Blue music, or is that the one from Story Mode? This doesn't sound as This familiar. is the cover, so I think it's the one that's in Story Mode, right? The... Cool. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I love so. that game so much. Like, but you, right. all, you all know that, so why am I talking <laughs> about it? Okay, so I am going to pick a game that I think is going to be a little bit harder. So um, here we go with this one. Good luck, guys. It's not Crystal Chronicles, is it? It's not Crystal Chronicles. Round three, Heather says. Lucas, two, Steve, one. Oh, shoot, I should be keeping score. It's okay, we got Heather this week. Come on, chat, this one's for familiar. you. I don't think I've played this. It's a really good game. I love it. I'm not going to give you any hints yet until I get to a few more tracks in. I'm going to see fine. if you guys can get it. So um, here's the next track. It's not Baton Kidos, is it? It's not. Oh, it is. No, not. I know this. It's the one with the oh, the red guy and the two swords. Because I used to listen to the song, but I don't know the name of the game. Um, <laughs> it's, the, you it's are... not that blip. It's not Blue Dragon or whatever the no, hell it is. No, it's not. Steve, it's not uh, Lucas the right is there. System. What is it called? Guys, I don't know the name of this game. Red guy Somebody get a free point. Swords. It's got the guy with the two swords and the red outfit and the blue spike or the brown spiky hair. <laughs> oh, it's like Wings of Fantasia or something. Wings of something. Nope. Tales of Symphonia. Yeah! Tales of Symphonia. <laughs> Justin steals that one right from Lucas's feet. <laughs> I always wanted take to play point. that game, care. but I never did. I guessed I, that on a previous episode, so I knew it existed. <laughs> Phantom got that one pretty much right away in the chat, so good job, Phantom. I love Tales of Symphonia. It's so good. If you guys haven't so, played it, it's a good So RPG we did officially though. give both Steve and Lucas a point for Zelda? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It almost has like a Mario Golf atmosphere to it. Like if you sped that up, Yeah, but if you, had, <laughs> if you sped that up, that could be like the tune of a Mario Golf level. <laughs> sure. Uh, Needs more right. cowbell. Hello, Michael H. in the chat. I don't know that I've seen that name before, but he guessed Tails right as well, so good job. All right, I'm going Mine to... Mine is the only one that counts, though. <laughs> yes, Justin does get that point. And Phantom in the chat, I guess. So here's the next game. Um, I don't know that you, you guys have played this game. Um, it, it was one of my favorite GameCube games. I'll tell you that guys that much. Um, but I yeah, I'll, I'll start giving you guys some hints later on. Let's hear, play the next track, or the first track. Yes, it is. No. <laughs> I 
like, <laughs> not. <laughs> you guys want another track? Please. Yes. Alright, here's the next one. This isn't like Bomberman, is it? It's not Bomberman. Sounds like Sonic R, but I know you wouldn't play that. And okay. Lucas would already know it anyway. I will give you yeah, a hint. A um, this is a Sega title. Oh. Sounds very Sega. No, Jet Set Radio is the No. Not that I know of. Um, Crazy Taxi. No. Crazy Taxi. I'm gonna mm -hmm. play the next. Does this sound track. like the offspring or bad religion to you? <laughs> right? Ooh, Heather just got it in the chat. Good job, Heather. What is it? It's not Toe Jam and Earl, is it? And don't... That, that was a Genesis game. <laughs> I was just thinking Sega. SEGA! Well, technically it would be on there, because I think it was on one of those collections. I like it. Yeah, I use the collection when I call the time for my games like Sonic CD, so... <laughs> I'm going to play the next track, and then I've got one more afterwards. If you guys don't get it from the last track, then you obviously haven't played the game because it's probably the most recognizable, but here's this next one. Um, next hint. This game was a GameCube launch game. It's not Wave Race. That was a right? Not Wave Race. I got nothing. There, there were that multiple the, the only I say there weren't that many launch games of any it's franchise. Not like Super Monkey Ball, is it? Ah, is it Super Monkey Ball? Is it? <laughs> it is. I it didn't sound, about it that didn't one. sound anything like Super Monkey Ball. I picked like all the most obscure tracks. Here's the title screen. You got you might have gotten it from this one. I mean that's so no, recognizable to have. me. I actually, like, really like the music in that, and I don't usually like Alright. Well, looks like uh, you have extended your lead, Lucas. It looks like it's now 3 to 1 to 1. Feeling good. Feeling, we feeling are lucky. moving on to the next round. Um, okay, I'm going to pick kind of another hard track. Well, at least I think it's going to be hard, so let's find out how it goes. Here we go. This isn't Fire Emblem. Is Fire Emblem. Negative. I like it. Steve, we're on the same way. It actually sounds like Puzzle Quest. <laughs> actually, it kind of does. It, is it Crystal Chronicles by any chance? Negative. Damn. It's it's very RPG. Yeah. Well, very play epic adventure at least. Yeah. I'm going to play another track. And then I'll start giving you guys hints. I think this one might be tough, but let's find out. Oh my god, I know this. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I can I just I'm looking just right at your puzzled face, Justin, and it's like amusing me greatly. Do I know this is the question? The answer is no. I'm opening up my Gamepedia and going through all my GameCube games to see if I can figure this one out. <laughs> Give me that a hint. It feels like right on the verge of cheating without actually yeah, being cheating. 
<laughs> hey, I can only look up games that I already own. Yeah, to be fair, I did the same thing for the Super Nintendo, and I thought it was super <laughs> off-road. So. You're cheating, sons of bitches. Alright, next track. Oh shit, oh shit, shit, shit. <laughs> God wow. fucking damn it, I know this. Ooh, that sounds familiar. Yes, it does. Yeah. I'm gonna kick my This is featured in. This isn't Smash Brothers, is it? It was featured in Smash Brothers. It may have been, but this is not Smash Brothers. Yeah, this was featured in Smash Bros. And it's not Fire Emblem? Nope. Hmm. You guys ready for the next track? This isn't this isn't some cheap ass Animal Crossing shit, is it where you're pulling stuff? Yeah, this from is other what the Animal Crossing soundtrack <laughs> sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the next well, track. Well no, I'm saying they have No, they had all no, those I know. other games in the Animal Crossing. I really don't want to give you any hints because I think any hint I give you is just going to be Soul Calibur 2. Yes! <laughs> really? Wow, I don't think that wasn't Smash Bros. It sure sounded like it, though. I'm, I'm glad Justin got that one only because I didn't want to see you, you blow a gasket have, if you didn't. Do you have any idea how many countless hours I spent playing that game? My friend and I, my friend and I used to do uh, five, five wins per match... And then uh, with the uh, health all the way up to max, so we'd have the, these like epic ten-minute-long battles. I would have my loved to have played that game if I ever had the chance. My favorite was when we went on the ice platform and we did it knockout only. I love doing that. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fun. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad somebody got that game because that's probably. I was gonna give you hints. I was gonna say it's a fighting game. I mean, but I didn't really know what hints you... to give you. Yeah, I think maybe if you'd said fighting game, it might have come around to it. But really, it was just looking through. I know, I knew I had the game. It was just trying to figure out which one it was. Sure. <laughs> okay, so we are moving on to round six. We are. We have the score at Lucas three, Steve one, Justin two. So yeah, I don't want to play this game now. <laughs> oh my god! Why did? Why did the HD remix come out on the? Wii U. I was just, just going to say, say it too. I want an HD remaster of this game with Link on my yeah. Switch. Yeah, I Make do it too. Happen. It came out <laughs> okay, on everything let's move else. On to this next All right. One. Um, this uh, this tr game I think is going to be really easy. So I picked some what I think are maybe obscure tracks. I don't know. Let's find out. Oh, Pikmin. No, no, it's Paper nope. Mario: Thousand Year Door. God damn, damn it! That was, yeah, but was, it is the but yeah. it is the level that reminds me of Pikmin. So. I was going to say Thousand Year Door, and then he said Pikmin, and then so I just clammed up, figuring he got it. The roof, I threw you off, boy. Uh. <laughs> 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 I am a super style warrior. Uh, I give up. I had my one. No two. <laughs> I like you're a two. You got your two. Yeah. I got my one. Yeah, you got two. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I was a child when the GameCube was a thing. Like, a 2000... You're still a child. I know, isn't it great? <laughs> like, I was in, I was in like, elementary school, I think, when Mario Sunshine was a thing. Like, these are the fond game memories that I have as a kid. Yeah. See, yeah, that's yeah. funny, because most of my fond game memories come from, like, high school. 
Like so, hmm. N sixty four, I demolished in because I played all of those games. <laughs> yeah. No. Despite my like nerdiness, I was actually fairly active in high school. I didn't have quite as much time for gaming, but like elementary school, that was my jam, boy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so we are nearing the end of this contest, but it looks like round seven. The score is Lucas contest. four, Steve one, and Justin two. My cat's meowing for some reason. I don't know if you guys can hear that. He's okay. angry. We've all had it today. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to move on to this next title. Um, gosh, I, I kind of have a feeling that the next couple ones are going to get um, picked up pretty quickly, but eh, let's find out. Better not drink while you're playing it. <laughs> can you guys hear this? No. Turn the yeah, I hear Is something. it Metroid Prime? Oh, that's Star Fox uh, Assault, isn't it? God damn! Like you that's the Titanium multiplayer around. music, I think. Zonus. Oh damn! Why did it sound like it was underwater? Cause it's Zonus. Yeah, like yeah, it's Zonus. <laughs> I was asking the question before the answer came out. Oh. <laughs> so apparently this. Whatever soundtrack you're taking this from couldn't remove the atmospheric background noise. <laughs> I guess. No, it was just because I... Eugene was getting all funky monkey <laughs> Alright, I thought maybe I would be able to pull a track that would take a little bit of time, but clearly not. Not clearly not. for Lucas. So let I'm me having this... fun tonight. <laughs> I'm having a wonderful time. Oh, I forgot time. to give Lucas another point. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure this is going to be another running. one of the quick ones, so get your fucking buzzers ready, y'all. Oh, Pokemon Coliseum. Nope. Gee. Oh, really? Nope. Wow. Pokemon XD. XD. Gale of Darkness. Yeah, y'all both got that at the same oh, time. Oh, that's, that's dirty. Uh, <laughs> that's dirty. <laughs> are we both getting the point on that one? That's fair. Yeah, yes, I, we are. I, because I it puts us closer to Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually played XD. Neither did I. Dude, You that just was said the Pokemon, so I ran with the other one. <laughs> See, I, all I ever played was Coliseum, so I have to say Coliseum was the best one. Plus, I didn't really like the way that XD like looked character design-wise. So. I don't like the way the new Pokemon games look character design-wise. I miss the old, like, little stumpy, blocky characters. Mm. Yeah. By Fat Pikachu. Give it to me. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, it's just a <laughs> lot right easier to swallow the rock blocking your path when the rock is as big as your character instead of just coming up to, like, your shin bone. Well, it is now again. Like, I mean, Gen 7, they did a good job of making everything, like, proportional. Yeah. It was just, like, Gen 5 and 6 that looked... Well, I guess Gen 6 that looked really stupid because everyone was like, this doll. Right. I'm sorry, right, I'm still so... on the high of actually doing well here. You gotta forgive me. <laughs> Shit. Well, we're gonna give that point to both Steve and Justin, so we're gonna move on to the next Steve. round. Um, again, I, I think that Steve. these last couple are gonna be pretty quick, so be ready, y'all. So here is the next track. <laughs> Justin's drunk. <laughs> oh, I do know this. Have we guessed this tonight? The chat has. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you, uh, yes, y'all have guessed this tonight. 
Okay, Crystal Chronicles. <laughs> I'm getting that goddamn point. <laughs> nope. I know this. Um, it's not Chibi Robo. Nope. I, I tried to pick some obscure tracks from this non-obscure Yeah, it game. sounds like the end Is credit. Is it Pikmin 2? Oh. I'm sorry? Is it Pikmin 2? I think he's no. right. No? Is it Pikmin? Is it Pikmin? Yeah. <laughs> I thought yes. we already got Pikmin. I thought Pikmin was already in there. That's why no, I was Pikmin 2. No, that was Thousand no. Year Door. Remember, I said Pikmin. Oh, well, that was your fault. So was that uh-huh. another... You know, I said that at the same time as Lucas. Yeah, was that another me I, and I, Steve I, at the same time? I, I, I kind of want to give that one to Justin. I mean, he did say <laughs> oh, fucking no. Pikmin. Come on, I guess Pokemon Coliseum, the only one I didn't get. All right, I'm, 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 We're going to let the chat decide yeah, when they I'll, catch up in this 15-second delay. Who gets I'll, the point, Justin I'll, or Steve and Lucas? And in my defense, the only reason I said Pikmin 2 was because I was under the impression that Pikmin 1 had already been played. So Yeah, but like I guessed Pokemon Coliseum, and you guys got Coliseum <laughs> XD. Yes, but and you're like, winning, you so... Even, and you had never even played that game. So, yeah, but Affirmative if you get action, this, though, like, there it goes. <laughs> okay, 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 hold on, hold the phone. I like what Jacob Taylor is suggesting in the chat. Both Steve and I, Justin... I like what Jacob Taylor. Taylor is suggesting in chat. He says that both Steve and Justin get a point to keep things interesting. And Phantom agrees. So, God. I mean, how are we going to go away from what the chat says, y'all? God, okay. That if works. I lose this, it's on all of y'all. It, just out of care... All right, all right, reverse, Wilson. Just have curiosity, is Mike still listening? Yeah, right, shit. No. <laughs> uh, all we're going to so, hear about this next week. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the chat's idea of screwing over Lucas and giving, <laughs> ju- giving Justin and Steve a point. I also love Socialism, this reverse Wilson we've got going on. It's freaking me out a little bit. Justin, where's your, where, where's your game pad? <laughs> yeah, get your game pad, Justin. We all got... T- <laughs> Why are All we right. looking at gamepads? Oh, sorry. By the way, note the NES decal. Nice. Okay, guys, <laughs> I have one final track. I don't even know what the fucking score is anymore, but... <laughs> it is Steve with Heather three, Lucas with five, and me with four. And there okay. has not been a single one that none of us have gotten. Ooh. All right. So, that means that it all rides on this. Lucas could take it. And say fuck y'all. Oh, Lucas can take it, all right. Justin can take it, and then I have to dig into YouTube and find a tiebreaker game. And Steve can get it, and then Lucas can still say fuck y'all. So let's find out what happens here. By the way, Kong Jungle Beat. By the way, I fucking hate this game. <laughs> Sonic Adventure Two Battle. Sonic Adventure One. Ooh. Grabbed by the ghoulies or something? That's not a Nintendo game! <laughs> I've heard this before. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles? No, I actually <laughs> like that game. <laughs> um, Star Fox Adventures? Oh, no, I know nope. this! Sounded very rare, so... I'm gonna need another track. I'll give you another track, my friend. Kirby Air Ride. Nah. Fuck. <laughs> he sure is. As soon as I heard that, I'm everyone like, oh, wanted me to fail. <laughs> I'm not the hero you all want, but I'm the hero you damn well need. 
Why yeah, did you this pick, game, if you didn't want Lucas to win, why did you pick a Kirby game? I was game? honestly expecting Sonic Adventure 2 the entire time, dude. I'm a little disappointed that you didn't go with the obvious. Well, I, I mean, you're literally the only one on this show that would stand a chance with that, I feel, so. Mm, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if anybody right, can y'all. see that, but... Okay, Looks well, I'm like... going back to the group chat now. I have some people that I have to hate for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nintendoots has concluded, and wasn't too bad. Um, I thought it was pretty fun. Everybody got some points. Nobody got vi- uh, missed any tracks. So, all in all, I think it was a good Nintendoots. And... Lucas, um, you have any any? Do you want to take your championship run or anything like that? You don't want to take your shirt off for the audience. I don't know what. What do you need? I I feel like I need to be that guy in like the wrestling matches who's just like you didn't want it, but it happened anyway. <laughs> that sounds wrong on so many levels. <laughs> His name is Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Lucas, you are the GameCube master. Um. So congratulations. We are going to take a little break here, though, and get catch our bearings. I gotta pee, and we'll be back with Infendo Change the System. It's gonna be an interesting one. Don't miss it. Like, seriously, it's actually gonna be really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> really <For> interesting. Real. <laughs> like, if you yeah. thought this was a swapping of roles, wait until you hear what we have for you and change the system. <laughs> yeah, no fucking shit, He's right? not lying. <laughs> He's really not lying. All right, y'all, I'll be right back. I gotta use the restroom, and then we'll get going. Hello, we're fucking back talking about cats and shit. Um, we fuck shit, are... bitch ass. Or <laughs> okay then. Shit, we, piss, we're fuck, back cat, from our break. Motherfucker and tits. All right, I'm done now. <laughs> we're back from our cat-themed break, apparently, um, and we're ready to talk about some games. Speaking of fucking weird ass animals, I played Sonic this week. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I get. So I didn't guess even, I'm going to start you, okay. off the fucking change of the system. Didn't even play a um, good the Sonic. Best Sonic. I, I was going to say, I, apparently I played the best <laughs> Sonic that there was. I um, So after reading Lucas's list, by the way, if you guys haven't um, gone on to Infendo.com li- lately, there's actually some content on there and it's not all ads, so go take a look. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, Lucas had, I believe it was your number it two was. game on your list, right, yeah. Lucas? So I, I told myself, I was like, look, if I'm going to be shitting all over Sonic games, I at least be able to have to be able to speak and to I it, right? It. So I've, I know I've played Sonic 1, 2, and 3. I've played all those Genesis games, hated them. But, um, like, this is something that I definitely haven't played before. I've never played a 3D Sonic game, so this is different for me. And really? Luke, it ha- it's gotten such high praise from Lucas that I figured I uh, ought to give it a go. So what, what do you guys want to know about my fucking Sonic <laughs> Experience. Why did you? Well, <laughs> Wait, I know you just said why. Did you escape why? from the city? <laughs> God damn it! I sure fucking did, Lucas. <laughs> um, this game of tag is getting really lame. You're out of um, here. I don't remember what the. Yeah, there we um, go. Like all kinds of can bullshit. I, can I? Can I also chime in on this? Because I feel like this is kind of a tag team thing here. I just want to say, like, Please. Eugene was tweeting or texting us 
like as he was playing <laughs> and he was like quoting the lyrics to City Escape and like this game of tag is boring <laughs> I'm out of here and like I just I, I loved it. like I had a moment where I was just like I know he hates this game I know he's gonna hate this game but like first of all for you to play it is really cool because you know I, I like to objectively view the things that I plan to shit all over too so you know and and sure. second like just it's fun to be able to share this moment of cheesy gaming history with you finally after all these years so i'm very excited well i'll tell you lucas and i told you this um pre-show i actually i didn't hate it like i didn't like it i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and like fucking say that this is the best game ever because it's i don't think it is or even the second best for me but i didn't hate it i I didn't hate it but uh, let me kind of go off of my notes that I took. So I, I took some some notes, and I'd like y'all to share in my note-taking experience. Right. My first note <laughs> that I took was dat music, because that's that, that fucking <laughs> music in the opening the, like level is just like too much. And it doesn't get it, it doesn't disappoint from there either. It just gets better. Like, with each fucking level, seemingly. So... Yeah, that that was my first note that I wrote in my notepad. Dat music. The next the next note that I wrote was, and and I mean I gotta say the it it still kind of hasn't really gotten any better throughout the game. But um, the poor <laughs> controls for the snowboard or um, opening section, man, it's rough. It is rough. Like it, it just doesn't really. Uh, I feel like. It, it, okay, when I I feel like when I'm pushing left, it like takes a second for it to go left, and at the same time, it's not going in the right direction of left that I want it to go to. If that makes sense, like it, it just the the controls just feel floaty. The, the right direction of left. Yeah, well, fucking yeah, I, and I'm not fucking with you on this because that's how I felt. Like so, yeah. So there's a. Uh, there's that fucking note for you. Um, the next thing I wrote in here was that I didn't enjoy that. I, and I know it's a Sonic game, so you're not. It's not all about the exploration. But I, I didn't enjoy that there was like limited mobility. Like you see stairs, but you can't go up the stairs. There's invisible walls all over the place, and that really kind of took me out of the experience because I'm. I know Sonic games aren't like Mario games, but I want to play a Sonic game like a Mario <laughs> game where I'm sitting, taking the time and exploring the whole level. And I know that I, I know that's my own fault, but you know, it's, that's, it's uh, that's how I felt. Yeah, sure. So, um, that fucking boss fight with the, I, I, with, I don't remember what the, what the boss was called. It was after the, the fucking truck yeah, called the, gun. But there was, there was the like gun this robot fight. I forget his name too, but it's one of those like not heavy dog, but something like that. Something equally absurdist. So that it wasn't a hard fight, but it was just fucking bullshit. Like the the hitbox on the that mech is so tiny that it's so hard to hit the because you have to. So what you have to do is you have to jump up and use your dash attack and then hit the mech in the cockpit and you can only hit the mech in the cockpit when the mech is is like crouching and the mech only fucking crouches like for two fucking seconds and then it takes off can and i flies. tell you something so i've i mean i've put like 400 me. hours into this game over the course of my lifetime and like i've gotten to the point where i can just skim through and hit him <clears> in midair like four times before he lands and like you know the boss takes like 20 sure. seconds but no, it's a freaking like Dreamcast era Sonic game. It has so many control issues, so many camera issues. 
it is cheesy. It is an absurd, horrifying experience for. I feel like for anybody playing it for the first time. That being said, it is still easily on my top two. <laughs> like no doubts, but. <laughs> Well, I before I move on from my Sonic adventure, um, I want to I want to just relay the last note, and I think the most important note on my notepad. What the fuck are these little creatures in the Chow Garden or whatever? And what the fuck do you, you even do in this, this fucking Chow Garden, dude? It's like a virtual. Pet. You put them on your visual memory unit and and carry it around with you it's like a, a Tamagotchi. It's like a little pet <sighs> simulator thing. Like that was actually one of the like the most favorite things they're... about old Sonic games. Like you collect items from. I thought they were oh, KO. God, I hate you. <laughs> No, but I, I, I think Lewis actually said that he even incorporated that into like Twisted Fusion because so, he liked it so much. But um, yeah. yeah, you collect like those little colored Wait, drives so, and animals from like the robots that you kill in the stages, and then you give those to them, and it's just like it's like a mini game. You can feed them to them, and it increases their speed and their stamina and crap like that, and just you know race them, play karate with them. Dude, chows are awesome. Well, great. Well, it, after I beat the first fucking level, there was no instruction on what to do, and if there was, I missed it. But I was wandering around the fucking chow garden for fucking... I, I, I'm not fucking with you for like 20 minutes. I was Can I just point each... out that I have never heard Eugene swear this much well, he's talking about in Sonic. Like, the year or two that I've known him, let alone in a matter of five minutes. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, man, I was picking up the chows, taking them to the little machine, and it says like, something, something, can't do this fucking chow. All right, let me go get the fucking rabbit then. I don't know. And all you have to do is walk out the fucking door to go yeah. to the next level. That That's about the time I put oh Sonic gosh. down for the first time. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> Took a break. So, so let me say that I find it amazing. <laughs> because most people I know have played this game and either have fond memories of it or absolutely hate it and think it's like the point where Sonic died. But um, I find it amazing getting to talk to somebody who's playing a game that is this old and has this many, like, from a modern standpoint, just game design flaws, like you. Because, like, everybody has played this game, and the people that haven't are probably never going to. But it's so cool to see you play a game that, yeah, when it came out, all this stuff was relatively normal for games like this. But now it's and, like, and you know, you fair, expect stuff. I... Yeah. I had the first Sonic Adventure. I liked the first Sonic Adventure. I mean, I can't play it now for many of the same reasons you mentioned. It's just not well designed. But, yeah, I just can't imagine wanting to even try this game. I would rather go back and try the original Sonic Adventure. Well, I feel like... And that has big the like cat. Your experience with this game is kind of like my experience when I go back and I try to play like a really old school Atari game, and I'm just like, I don't know why this is a thing. Like, because you're, you're. I don't think I've ever. Because you're going back. into <laughs> it like with such a fresh mind that it's honestly very interesting to hear. Like, I I know that you're not gonna like it, even if you even if you did like it, I know you wouldn't like it because it's Sonic. But the fact that, like, you can find all of these things that I don't even think about, because I just dismiss it as, yeah, this game came out in, like, the mid-90s, of, of course. But, you know, that's honestly kind of... Mid-aughts, yeah, actually. Cool. And, you know, like I said, like, I'm, like I've said previously, like, there are redeeming qualities in this game, right? So, like, I, I went back and replayed the original, uh, or the first level a couple of times, minus the shitty-ass mech fight. 
but I found myself um, after you know multiple playthroughs able to not have to really um, like like I wasn't exploring the whole levels anymore because I knew where the stuff was and then because I knew where the stuff was where all the rings were and everything I was able to just kind of you know play Sonic like I feel like it was probably intended to be played right just push Pretty down much. and go and run and ke collect all the rings and do it as fast as you can but at the same time that's part of the reason why I didn't like Sonic on the Genesis, yeah. right? Because there, what I, I was used to Mario, where there's a big world to explore, right? But with Sonic, you're not really meant to do that. So I don't know, different strokes, different yeah. folks. Yeah, that's the thing that always threw me about Sonic games is whereas Mario, when you get lost, it's intentional. You're looking for stuff. With Sonic, you're just trying to get from point A to point B as quickly as possible, and you accidentally find yourself in other places, and it never. In like the navigating the world in Sonic games has never clicked with I me for that reason. Like mm -hmm. when they do it on a linear path, then it's fine. I love the sense of speed, but then when it's linear, it's not fun. Yeah, I th I sure. think that I'd rather if, be playing. If Star I had Fox. to point out like the biggest fault of the series, it would probably be that so much of the games are based on memorization. Like you're not going to get through the first level every time and succeed purely because you're moving so fast and there's so many traps and there's so many like unfair elements to it. It's not like a Mario game where you can just do well and do good. You know, it comes down to repetition, and that is a big fault of the series. I just know that for me, it's... this was like little ten-year-old or however old I was, boy who had only ever played Nintendo games, finally getting to play a Sonic game for the first time, and that was the first game. And, like, it just blew my mind because mm -hmm. it was, like, a completely different experience from anything I've ever played before. So, and, and, and let me jump in on that point because that's actually part... So I don't know if ever anybody's seen all of our lists. Go take a look at Infender.com. That's actually the number one reason why in Illusion of Gaia is my favorite Which game of all time. Which you talk about a lot. Not because oh. it's the best... Yes, and and you know it's not the best game of all time. I can definitely yeah. recognize that. You people go back today, and they're gonna find flaws. There are flaws in that game, but like the big epic story that that game um, presented for the time and for me, that was really like the first time I had ever experienced something like that. You know, so the nostalgia factor for me is really great with that game, and it's always gonna be that way. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Is that um, all you played? So. Um, <laughs> Beyond Sonic, no, I play. I played a, quite a bit of games to, uh, this week. Mainly, I was playing Zelda, so I don't really want to talk about Breath of the Wild Quest. Mainly because I don't want you to know how far I am in I my Breath do of the want Wild to Quest. Know. Like, I don't want to play Breath of the Wild, <laughs> but like you're, you're forcing me to because I don't know how far you are. <laughs> okay, let me let me tell you this. I have way more Koroks than I have shrines because I'm actually finding that hunt to be enjoyable. I have 150 Koroks, but I have only 30 okay, shrines. So I've got so. some time before I have to jump back in. I've never, I've never. Is this master mode that you're yes. playing it on? Yes, I have okay. never found. I haven't even started master mode. I've never mode. found the. I Korok love master mode. mode. I've done all the shrines in master mode. I can't. I don't know where it is. And like, I'm not going. The Korok mask is bullshit. I, it's I'm, bullshit. I, let going, me just tell I'm, you yeah, how to get it. Please do because I'm tired of this. I found it by accident while searching for the Phantom it's, Zelda It's the only armor. thing I can't find. <laughs> so, you go into the Lost Woods, and then, so, you it, it, you know how there's, like, a midpoint? There's, like, a checkpoint, kind of, where there's the two torches. Yeah. 
from and then like if you were to get lost that's where you would start yeah. again right so from there you just walk south and seemingly you just have to get lucky and fucking find the uh, be able to walk south far enough to where you can get oh. the chest because sometimes you'll walk south I, and um, you'll disappear and then you'll and then you'll go back apparently you're supposed to hug like the right side of the of the of the area like kind of hug the water area and then move south and then you're you're supposedly supposed to last longer it sounds like uh steve has the definitive way to get the korok mask so please help help uh, your brother out i i i found well uh, let me just say if you have your uh shika sensor set God to damn treasure it, that's chest brilliant. it uh, like i yeah. found it in seconds like i okay so <laughs> You're going, Lucas. You remember how I told you you were yeah, going I was about it the wrong all the direction? Korok shrines. So, okay, so the way I did it, you warp to the master sword, you turn on your Sheikah sensor to chess, and you walk out of that forest, whatever it is, into the lost woods. You'll find two chests before you hit it, and the next chest it finds, I think, is huh. going to be the Korok mask. Yeah, that's the thing. And see, I think part of the reason why I've had so much trouble with it, maybe then, oh. is. And use ma- use That's what I tried to, to do. I, I ran all yeah, around the, the forest with Magnesis because I thought I could find it. Yeah, because but I don't use the sensor for. Yeah, because the yeah because it's the only metal chest in the forest. All the other I don't ones use are stone. the sensor for anything when I play that game. Like I don't use the sensor for shrine hunting. I don't use the sensor for finding monsters and bugs and stuff. So like I I didn't well, even think to check use... the chests. You know. Yeah, use the sensor, use Magnesis. I found two other metal chests in front of it, but it was the third chest I found. But you've got to warp to the shrine where the sword is and uh, walk backwards. Well, maybe I'll do that tonight. Lucas, See, apparently I you and I are the only ones that ha- have any trouble well, with this, because everybody in the chat is saying I it's fucking we'll, easy. I, so. we'll I did it the other way, Steve. I actually... I, I actually did the other way. I went to the tower outside the Lost Woods, started at the beginning of the Lost Woods, and like uh, Eugene said, you reach that halfway point and basically turn around and follow the sensor. I think what we're sensor. also seeing, Eugene, is okay. you also kind of don't play with the sensor, right? No, yeah, I, I don't. I don't, actually, I don't yeah. either, so maybe that's part of the reason, because I didn't even think to activate it. And I'm sure there are people in the chest who... Chat, chest. Yes. People in the chat who are going to say that they found a chest without, you know, the sensor, but obviously it helps, and I didn't even remember that you could search for treasure chests. Yes. Yeah, that's how I found all of the DLC ones. Honestly, I just went... Yeah. Uh, I just uh, went to the general vicinity and turned on the sensor, found hundreds of things that I didn't need, but... Yep. Eventually found all the costumes. I like how Eugene said that we weren't going to talk about Breath of the Wild, and (laughs) here we are... Well, we could go back to talking okay. about Sonic. Oh, God. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay. Gene is angry. But I, I, I do have more games to talk about, so let me get through those real quick. Um, I played... I, I, I don't really talk about it very often on this show because it, it kind of sounds elitist of me to say, but I play a lot of VR we games. Know. <laughs> but I do want to talk about this, about this VR game that I have been playing because it's scratched an itch that I've needed scratching. So um, I've been they playing Lucky's for Tale. That. <laughs> I've been playing Lucky's Tale, which actually just recently came out, or is soon to come out on the Xbox, I believe, in a non-VR form. But um, it's basically like Banjo-Kazooie or like your Mario title, you know, it's like a platformer. And I've been itching to play a platformer for a long time, and I've been waiting for ukulele, and waiting yep. for ukulele, and waiting for ukulele. So I was like, well, I got this game for free a long time ago with my Oculus Touch, um, and my... 
let's see what it's all about. And I'm actually really enjoying it. Um, so, it, I mean, it, there's nothing really special about it. It's it's your basic platformer. You can do a double jump. You can uh, spin around and hit enemies with your tail. I mean, you know, all the all the standard type of stuff. But um, what's cool about it is that it's almost so the way it's it's uh, played. You're look kind of looking into like a diorama of the game, right? And you moving your head is, you know, moving the camera. So what's really cool about it, uh, at least I found, is the way that they're hiding the secrets are you actually have to, like, physically move your head around and you kind of see, like, these gems, right? They, they kind of have, like, a faint outline. And as you get closer, you move your uh, character closer and you, like, you know, move your physical camera closer, you see, oh, yeah, there's, like, a, an outline of this um, gem that you can barely see. And sure enough, you could, there's, like, three of them here and I can go get them. So that's been kind of a cool experience, um, kind of a gimmick, I guess it, it, you can say for the VR um, aspect of it. But I, I'm finding it really cool. Um, I, yeah, I'm. I've just been. Um, it, it it came at the right time, right? So I I've been kind of trying to weed myself off of playing Breath of the Wild as much as I have been because I've. In, since I've been into master mode, I've put easily another 40 hours into the game, so I, I feel like I need to kind of give other games a chance, and I'm glad I picked this game up. Um, that being said, I don't know that I'll end up finishing it, uh, because, again, it's, it is kind of just your ge generic um, 3D platformer. There's not really much special about it so there's not really much grabbing my attention like like for example like with banjo kazooie the thing that kept me playing that game was like the characters yeah. and like the writing and stuff like that you know but there's not really much of that to be seen in lucky's tales so yeah it's it's a good diversion i i uh played it for a couple of hours the other day so that was pretty fun um other than that i did get splatoon 2 um, literally only got past like the tutorial. Um, I played the first um, level in the single player, which is actually I, I'm enjoying the single player. It's it's a lot more like it's a lot like Splatoon one single player, but it um, seems a little bit more robust um, in the story aspect, which I'm enjoying. I wish that it, I, well, I don't know. I kind of wish that it was voiced or that it had a, a little bit more to it because again, like Splatoon and like Arms before um, th this year. Everything is just text, so like if you're not into reading a, a novelization of the game, then it might not be for you. Do you at least get the like noises? Yes, yeah. Then that's that's <laughs> yeah. That was the best part about Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, well, like I, I feel <laughs> right. like at this yeah. point it would be kind of weird not to totally knock you, but like I feel like it'd be kind of weird to start hearing voices all of a sudden after like three years of sure. just hearing little inkling noises. You know, they're so iconic at this point, but. Yeah, I'll be honest, unless yeah. a game is truly cinematic or truly immersive, I don't really miss the voice chat. Like, something like Grand Theft Auto, you expect everyone to talk because it's setting up, you know, like yeah. a real world. And something like Uncharted is very, you know, much like playing a movie. Besides that, anything else, I don't care if there's no, um, what do you call it, pre-recorded voice acting dialogue. Yeah. Well, and you right, know how I felt go. about the Breath of the Wild stuff. Like, you know, I, I'm very, 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 <laughs> yes, Zelda very, was your very, favorite. very picky about my voice acting <laughs> in video games. So, you know, not everyone can have the voice acting right. in Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Yeah, and, well, and maybe maybe single or voice acting isn't what really what I'm looking for, but it seems like it's missing. It just feels a little shy of you know? really being like a single player, like you know, epic that'll keep you going. Like I'm, I'm, I was a little disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Take, and I know this is a lot of work, but like 
I would have liked to have seen... I haven't played it yet, so... I would have liked to have seen not Mario Sunshine, because we have Mario Sunshine, but, like, a game that's comparable in terms of, like, you know, kind of how the first player game was for that. Not a full-length, 120 collecting things kind of game with big open worlds, but just, like, a little bit more, like, creative gameplay, maybe, than just shooting people like you would in two-player mode, but, you know, by yourself. Right. And, and you know, that, that would have given it something, too, right? Like, if there was, like, some kind of co-op or something, like, that would have been great, because then I could have played a single-player with my girlfriend, or single-player co-op with my girlfriend on the same TV, but that, I mean, I don't know. It, it does feel like it's missing something, but again, I haven't touched at all any of the multiplayer or any of like salmon run or anything like that so i'm really excited to get um deep into it this weekend um so yeah i'm really excited to play that one what i can say to it is that it's fucking beautiful it's gorgeous it looks really good on my little um switch screen looks even better on the tv screen i mean yeah it, it runs beautifully it's you know seemingly 60 frames per second haven't had any frame drops or anything like that i love that um I don't know if this was a part of um, the original Splatoon, but when you ink the walls, like it shows like the ink dropping down slowly, like the paint dropping down. So that's kind of a cool aspect I've, yeah. I've enjoyed. Um, I don't think the first one did it because uh, my kid's been playing a lot of Splatoon lately, and I've never seen that. I think I remember that. it, but it was very right. subtle. Like it would just kind of like drip a little. It didn't, you know. It wasn't like it was like like an animated yeah, it, texture, it, though. Not so much of yeah. An it wasn't actual, like physics based. Like, you see it, like. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. So yeah, it's it's really cool. I'm like I'm liking it. I'm ex I'm excited to uh, play more of it. But uh, yeah, that's really all I've been playing. I I did play Battlegrounds as I always do, but nothing interesting there. No more chicken dinners for me. So, all right, who wants to hit it up next? Well, I guess. Um, I mean, Justin, you want to take it? I, I'll go, well, I'll go no, you can take it, Justin. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I've really only been playing one game. What is that one game? Oh God! <laughs> oh, Lego and City Undercover. Yeah, Lego City Undercover. Um, was it because of Mike that you picked it up again? Partially because Mike has been playing it, um, and you know, again, ever since I finished Breath of the Wild and kind of been fizzling, you know, just kind of slow burning my way through finding stuff in it, I've been looking for other open world games. Mike started playing this. I'm like, oh, I should pull that out again, and. Um, and uh, when we were doing our top, our personal top list of games of all time, mm -hmm. uh, this this ended up on it because it's just it's the most original Lego game out there, and it's fun and funny and and there's just for as much as like I have seventy nine point seventy nine point four percent completion on this game and it just feels like there's still tons left to do um and to be fair like a lot of that is still like kind of breath of the wild sort of things there are no more missions it's just searching the world and finding those little corners and everything like that but um i needed something big and distracting and lego city has <laughs> lego city has filled my um, void go ahead Lucas, well, I actually you know you want, want to ask to. a question <laughs> and keep our podcast respectable. Um, I, I, keep? Yeah. Too late for doesn't, that. It doesn't okay. have to be respectable Continuing with the theme place. of the night, I'll make our podcast great again. 
But, um, no, I, I'm actually curious about this because I've only ever picked up the Lego games that had a gimmick that appealed to me. Like, during the big Marvel movie phase, when there were a lot of big Marvel movies coming out, I picked up um, the whatever the Marvel Lego game was. That one. Well, there was there were there have was, been two. There was Lego Marvel Superheroes, which was not movie based, and then there was one Lego Marvel Advent Avengers, which Avengers. actually followed the plots of most of the Phase One and Two I don't games. Know. I played of one the movies. of those. Um, my point being that did it the okay. few. The the movie based one used a lot of actual dialogue recording. I don't from think the it movies, was the movie so. based one then because this was all centered around like okay. Loki stealing golden okay. bricks or something. Um, yeah. Hmm. That's, anyway, that was the first. my point being that the few Lego games that I've played have all felt very similar, very grindy, very go from level to level, and just not fun to play. Like you just have to go and collect a bunch of bricks and get to the end and activate like a switch or a gear or a doohickey that only a certain type of character can open, and that's that's the game. Right. Like, even the Lego Jurassic World one was kind of like that, which I thought was kind of disappointing because you know it was Jurassic World. Like that could be cool. Is this one less the... like that? Because I I wouldn't yes. mind trying it at some point, but I am so diametrically opposed to playing Lego games. I am like to Lego games what Eugene is to Sonic games, basically. Like, I've just given up on them, and I think they're all kind of trash. I don't know if that's like... possible. Um, the Lego games are very samey. I mean, if you played one, at least the licensed ones, if you played one, you've played them all. They all have different gimmicks to their gameplay, but the gameplay is all the same. Um, Lego City Undercover has a lot of that, but it is, at its core, basically a GTA clone. Um... So there's a lot more of the open world exploration. Um, you don't unlock different characters as much as you unlock new abilities for your main character. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the physics are all Lego. The, uh, you know, the humor is all Lego. Um, so if you don't like those aspects, those aspects of it, you're not really, you're probably not going to love it. But if you like the open world exploration, especially something with a little bit of fun to it, because that's the thing is, um, there aren't very many open world exploration games that are not crime based. And this one you play as a cop, an undercover cop, so... You know, you're kind of playing it from the complete opposite angle. Um, the humor is very... Lego-y. I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah, it's very Lego-y. It's very family-friendly. There are a lot of pop culture references. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just love... This game... I mean, I like the Lego games. I love this game. Um, I've bought a couple of Lego games that I've barely even played, mostly because I get them for my kid. He loves the Lego games. There's something he can play, and he loves the the licensing, you know, Lego Star Wars, Lego Marvel, um, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I think I say give this a try, especially give it a try on the Wii U, because it's 20 bucks on the Wii U. You can download it or buy it in the store. Um, 
And I don't know. I mean, you kind of have to wait for. I don't know which which version did Mike Switch. get? Did he get Switch or Wii U? Switch. Hey, okay, and before so you go on, Justin, I I want you to answer um, Jacob Taylor's question in the in the chat because it's you're kind of going there already. He's saying, would you recommend Le- Lego City to pick up to play with my nephews, or should I wait for like Marvel or Ninjago version? Uh, here's the it's Ninjago. Get it right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, Ninjago's an arms character. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my dog actually. <laughs> um, if you if you only have a Wii U, do not get it to play with anyone. It is single player on the Wii U. Um, I'm sure he'll have lots of fun with it by himself, or you will have lots of fun with it by yourself, but on the Wii U it is single player. Um, all of its re-releases, it has a multiplayer aspect, which having never played them, cannot speak for. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's anything like LEGO Marvel, I know the LEGO Marvel games, at a certain point you unlock New York City. And when you once you've unlocked New York City, there is, um, sorry, distracted by whatever just happened on Eugene's <laughs> screen. That's because I'm still focused on Eugene's screen. There we go. Um, I was too up until a second ago. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? Um, uh, let me get back on track here. Okay. <laughs> In the Lego Marvel game, once you reach a certain point, you unlock all of New York City, and once you do that, you can have two players basically go anywhere in the city, do whatever they want. Um, They don't have to work together. Uh, My son and I do that a lot, where we'll just boot up Lego Marvel and just explore New York and unlock things wherever we are. If Lego City Undercover is anything like that, which I imagine it is, it'll be a blast. The world is huge. Um, So there's a lot of stuff to do. Um, but again, I cannot speak for the multiplayer on Switch or Xbox One or PS4 because I haven't played it. But based on my experience, it should be a fun game if it works the same way as Lego Marvel. Great, fair enough. So, how, how much time have you put into this game then? I mean, I know you've pro- you've beaten it before, right? Oh yeah, I beat it a long time ago. I'm just kind of going through and trying to 100% it. And what's funny is. The levels are very Lego. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, there's a story progression, and each and each like part of the story goes into a very Lego-like world where you're looking at it from a fixed perspective. Then you go to this section, and you need a certain ability to solve this puzzle and move on to the next room, and then you fight the bad guys. I mean, that's all very familiar to anyone who's ever played a Lego game. Um, and there's a lot of stuff I need to unlock in those things. I haven't been doing it because the world is so huge and there's so many little nooks and crannies to explore that I just basically just run around the city and do stuff there. <laughs> right, right. So um, I have no idea how many hours I've put into it. There is no hour counter that I found in-game. I'd have to go out into the main menu and add up all my hours from all the months and years that I've been playing it. I got it shortly after... I got my Wii U, which was shortly after launch. So I've had this game for a good long time. Right. If there is if there is a second uh, place for the game that I have put the most hours into, it's probably this. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Well, have you played anything else this week that you care to discuss? Uh, I don't think so. I played a little bit of Breath of the Wild and kind of did nothing in it. 
And yeah, that's about all my gameplay lately. So I did play my 3DS long enough to realize that the lower left-hand corner of the top screen has a little splotch of pixels that are completely black. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you talked about that. And you did say that you wanted to talk about your adapter that you got. Oh, yes, thank you. Um, I don't know if I'm going to give this a full review on the website, but I bought something off of Amazon called a Wii 2, number 2, HDMI, all one word. And it plugs into the AV out port of a Wii system and allows you to output an HDMI. Um, it doesn't upscale. It doesn't, you know, up-render or any of that stuff. It basically just treats the HDMI cable like it's a component cable, but if you're like me and you have a limited number of component inputs, right, like most modern TVs do, um, it is handy. Um, I don't know what to say other than it works. I tried it with tried it with a with a Wii game. I mean, you just boot up the Wii and, and it works just fine. Um, I tried it with Mad World, which, for those of you who don't know, Great runs in 480i. It's... Um... Well, I haven't played it again. It wasn't as good as I remember, which makes me disappointed because I did buy... Uh, Anarchy Reigns a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, I hope I don't hate this game. Um, but yeah, it, it projected just fine in 1080 or 1080, uh, 480i, which I thought would give it a problem, but it was fine. I played Mario Kart Double Dash, and it looked, I almost want to say it looked better than it ever had running on the Wii through HDMI. It was still 480p, but for some reason, just like everything looked smoother than I remember it. Sure. Um, so, and I mean, you go on Amazon, there are multiple companies that make them. Mine was like 12 bucks. Might have even been less than that. I just picked the one that had the highest customer rating. Mm-hmm. Um, they're usually prime eligible. Again, like somewhere between 10 and 15 bucks. And uh, yeah, if you've got a shortage of component video inputs or you just want to, the convenience of an HDMI switch, pick it up. It's worthwhile. It works. Um, and I plan on doing a little bit of uh, GameCube gaming now that I don't have to f- like finagle through all of my TV's inputs in order to play my Wii or GameCube. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, then, I guess that leaves us with Steve. Steve, what have you been playing this week? You've been, you, mu- you must have been playing something well, during the show because you've been real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been distracted. Um, I am actually going to forfeit my turn because Lucas and I have been playing the same game. Oh. So, I would I would like to discuss it with Lucas. Oh, okay. And I, I do have playing. a second epic yeah. to discuss uh, outside of this <laughs> first epic, but... Let's start with the exciting one, because, hey, I've been playing Minecraft. <laughs> um, like, what the fuck? A right? lot. I've been trying to play Minecraft, but nobody else has it yeah, on the Wii yeah. U, and I never have time to we play it. We all have it on the yeah, Wii U, I also except have it on for Wii U. Eugene. Yeah. Oh, Lucas, yeah. you have it on Wii U? I just oh, never okay. played it. Yeah. But, well, cool. Um, Maybe yeah, tomorrow night, then. <laughs> but here's the thing. Um, yeah. I, I don't like... <laughs> Or I didn't like Minecraft, I guess I should say. 
or I wasn't interested in it or whatever. I liked Terraria well enough because it was 2D and I found it a little bit easier to navigate than Minecraft, which frankly is kind of a giant, giant world. But, um... Then, then he found well, here's his the Jedi Master. <laughs> much, like, much like getting Steve into Monster Hunter, Steve was kind of like my Minecraft guru. And I think Mike is going to have kind of a culture shock when he gets back, because now I'm playing, like, most nights. Oh, poor um, Mike. So I, I started off, let me give you my virgin, relatively virgin Minecraft experience here. Like, I booted it up, and I played it for a little bit, and I downloaded, like, the old Greek mythology pack that I liked from the Wii U, and I was like, okay, it's still Minecraft, and I put it in, like, an hour. And I didn't really get anything done, <sighs> and I built, like, a tiny little house, and I was like, okay, this is Minecraft, I'm done. And then Steve wanted to play, and I kept saying, like, no. Nah. Yeah, your tiny little house yeah. in well, the I was waterfall. Like, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to play, I don't want to play, oh, what the hell, let's play with Steve, you know, at least Steve's here, it'll be fun. And, like, damn if I don't have fun with, like, our unique roles. Like, Steve comes along, <laughs> and he's building, like, farms and re replenishable resources, and he's showing me all these cool little, like, secrets to mining and gathering and all this nonsense. Lucas, Lucas has never heard me this, this Oh, no, it's... Yeah, no, he's super into it. To the point where he, like, apologized for taking over my world because I made the world glomp, and I figured this will be where I go for, like, my solo yep. sessions when I'm not playing with Steve. And Steve comes in, and he's like, you have a mushroom biome right next to your spawn point, and oh my gosh, there's a this, and there's a that, and there's all of this. And, like, I hit the holy grail <laughs> of Minecraft worlds, apparently, because, like, Dude, his so world is we've been awesome. like building a little community. So I together. guess I know where we're playing when uh, yeah, I come into guys. <laughs> so so like what yeah. happens now in like yep. a normal session with Steve is he'll try to teach me stuff and I'll take in about twenty percent of it. But damned if I'm going to be able to do all this on my own when I'm playing by myself. <laughs> but like then he'll set up like the farm and the chicken hatchery and everything, and I'll go out and I'll get the supplies. Like I'll I'll find the damn chicken. Or I'll get the yep. feathers. Supplies. <laughs> yeah, I I get this damn screenshot on Twitter that I'm tagged in. It's like, look what I found while you were gone. And it's like, are you gonna smelt that, or are you gonna make me do I, it when I come in? <laughs> and he's like, I, I told I hunt, him I gather. do the hunting, and he does literally everything else. Oh, and um, I made a bunch of. You are the and bitch, I made a bunch Steve. of dark spots in the house underneath where I was finding um like gravel or whatever to turn into or to. Because every now and then when you mine gravel, you get that thing that I need to make arrows, which is not coal, but flint. And flint. I mined flint. a bunch of gravel, and I got a bunch of flint. And then I walk into my house, and a creeper comes by and blows up half the house. So have fun with that tonight. Luckily, nothing of value serious? was lost. Oh. The chicken hatchery is okay. Did it get no, the he chicken didn't. He was right next to it. Oh. But um, I have been using a lot of the chicken <laughs> eggs for making cakes and stuff because I like baking in this game. That's what they're there for. Well, and you can use them to hatch chickens, which you can I was kill doing chickens that. to get more feathers. I was doing that. I had these chickens. walls built up around the house earlier that I took down later today because I didn't want you to see it. Where I had like a chicken murder farm. And see, <laughs> now now we've lost now we've lost <laughs> Justin and Eugene. But, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I didn't. I've played quite a bit of Minecraft, and I don't know what half of this stuff is. So. 
long oh, short of it, I you. don't know. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. I like having an open world game that, in my opinion, gives me a little bit more to do than Skyward Sword did because I get to be my own character and kind of choose my own. Okay, Skyward Sword is not okay, open world. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> See, that's apparently where I go when I think of Zelda. But no, like, like one of my biggest complaints <laughs> of Breath of the Wild, and it's, you know, it's a fair one to, to not have it be a feature, but I like being able to be my own character and do my own stuff and not, like, you know, feel like I'm kind of tied to a destiny. And, like, I can do that in Minecraft. It's cool. So I'm having fun with that. I'm building, like, river houses and crap, and I'm just kind of, like, going at my own pace, and I'm having a good time. So right now I'm doing good. So, and sorry, to, pick it, to piggyback off that, I just hit the 50-hour mark on Minecraft. It has, it's almost past um, Mario Kart, and it's now the third most played game on my Switch. So, I've basically rebuilt, sorry Lucas, don't mean to steal it from you. Um, <laughs> I've basically <laughs> rebuilt my PlayStation 4 world on my Switch already. Oh, I just need to do one more thing with some animals, and I've got it right where I had it. Ew. <coughs> Joking. <laughs> there, there are laws against that in most states. <laughs> so yeah that's what i've been well playing. um can i can i kind of jump back in and finish up mine i don't want to keep us because like we all took like 15 minutes a piece so far for our chains of the systems and i don't want this to be like the whole show but i guess my last point and this will bring me up to 15 is um i have been playing a lot of dragon quest heroes as well and if you'll recall that is the game that i got on the japanese shop and I had my whole debacle with that. Did You actually bought yeah, that, right? Yeah, one and two, because it came like as a package deal. Awesome. And I had played the demo for two, and I was, like, amazed, and I had this... Um, explain for a moment, what is Dragon Quest it's, Heroes? It's um, every Dynasty Warriors game, but with Dragon Quest. All right, that's what I, that's what I thought. The I know that they series. had a Dragon Quest... Uh, Dynasty Warriors, and they had a Dragon Quest Minecraft. I couldn't remember which Steve one were that was. Me talking about that earlier too, actually. But yeah, that's Dragon Quest Builders but, or something. Um, right. The thing with Dragon Quest Heroes was, I played the demo and I was floored. I thought it was an amazing game, and I knew I needed to have it. So then I started playing one, even though the demo was of two, and I was a little disappointed when I first started, and it kind of turned me off of the game for like a good couple of months, because it felt very much like a traditional Dynasty Warriors game, and not really what I thought the demo represented. So then I kind of got stuck for a while, because mm -hmm. I didn't realize I needed a particular character, because I'm playing the game entirely in Japanese, um, and without <laughs> trial and error, I just kind of get stuck sometimes. And I thought I'd boot up 2 for a while, just to kind of fool around. 2 is the really cool one. 2 is like... I don't want to call it open world because it's not like open world, but two is kind of like a traditional RPG with like <coughs> Dynasty Warriors elements to it. So you get to like walk around. I'm gonna interrupt for a second because I got I gotta go. So um, follow me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. Is that it? You just <laughs> bye. Did you have another plug? I thought you what? had like two plugs. Maybe that's not everyone. Okay. All right. Uh, not Listen, yet. I don't think that plug's ready yet. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Next, maybe next week. <laughs> all right. Good night, all. All right, y'all. See you, Justin. Have a good Bye. night. All right. So I, I feel like this is like the third time I've tried to make this point, but Dragon Dragon Quest Heroes Two <laughs> is cool. It's not your traditional um, warriors game. It's like a big open uh -huh. field. You go from town to town. 
there's signposts and hordes of monsters and chests to find and little like subquests to do in the world. And even though it's in Japanese, I'm having a much more fun time with it. Like I'm still trying to beat one right now because the completionist in me wants to beat uh, it. Yeah, I was just gonna ask if you were gonna put that one down, if, but it sounds like you're gonna you've keep been going. Hearing with it. my, I'm trying to be quiet about it, but if you're hearing my furious button pushing throughout the <laughs> night, that's because I'm just grinding right now, leveling up, trying to get strong enough to take on the next boss. But no, I want to beat one first. Oh, I, I was wondering. I was wondering what but, game you were um, <laughs> But I'm really excited to like jump into two. Because two has all the characters from one, and the gameplay is just so good. So I'm really excited for that. And I guess future awesome. games, I definitely do want to play that new one, that Fate Extolo one that came out. Because I'm kind of a sucker for those kind of games, clearly. Um, so I didn't realize that that game, um, was out on other platforms. Have you, have you played it on a different platform or you're just excited for, for it because, you know, it's kind of your type of game. I've played a Fate game before and I know I'm going to be horribly lost, but I like these types of games. And I was looking up some footage and I was looking up Mm -hmm. like the list of characters and I'm like, yeah, there's like 16 characters. That's enough variety for me to latch onto stuff. And yeah, I like the way the game looks and plays and it's in English. So at least I'll know what I'm doing. But, like, no, I just, I, I'm kind of a sucker for, like, the Warrior series games. More so when I know the characters, like, Zelda Warriors, Hyrule Warriors really did it for me. But, you know, they're, I, I enjoy them. I have a lot of fun with them. I know some people call them, like, the garbage games of video gaming, but I'm a fan. <laughs> right. Fair enough, fair enough. What else have you been playing, or is that really it? That and Minecraft? Much it. It's pretty much just been that and Minecraft. So say I think we I think I played Monster Hunter with yeah, you guys. Yeah, I did a little bit night. of Monster Hunter with Mike, but I don't know, we haven't really stuck with it like we used to. I don't know if it's just because he's been in school and no. I don't know. We've we've had some fun with it. I think I had one like night where we had a lot of fun playing Monster Hunter me and Mike did, but Well, and we need mm-hmm. we need to play with Jacob too cuz I told him that the yeah, three of us would play with him. Again. But I feel like part of the issue so. too is Mike's had to leave like every night at 2 a.m. and Steve usually didn't get on till like 1 a.m. so like you know, between all of that, we yeah. haven't really had like a dedicated session where we've been able to jump back in. I don't know. I hope the magic's not lost with that game cuz I really used to like it, but so far it hasn't really mm-hmm. recaptured. I don't think game. it is. I think it's just we've been busy. <laughs> Well, a Minecraft is easier to play in short bursts than uh, Monster Hunter is, too. Sure. Although I never play for short bursts, unfortunately. Well, I guess I'll pass it over to you, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Did you have anything else besides Minecraft? No, that's literally all I have played this week. I've been eating, drinking, and sleeping Minecraft <laughs> all week long. I'm heavily addicted to it again, which is awesome. I'm so excited. Nice. Well, the so, o- the only other thing I think... that I wanted to talk about. Be- uh, so, oh, sorry, Steve. It's I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Oh, it's okay. I was just gonna say I think that uh, Minecraft is actually gonna wind up being the most played game that I own on Switch. I can see that. Well, it seems like it's probably like your so. most played game. Period. It, like you have it on like every platform. You know. Yeah. I mean. Well, yeah, and I've got all the DLC for it this time because I'm waiting for the Better Together update, and then I'll have it on every platform type deal. Like, I'm just really investing a lot in Minecraft because it really is probably... It is my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. So, Fair which enough. is sad because it's not going to get as high of a score of Shovel Knight as Shovel Knight <laughs> did when I do my review. Right, so. shoot. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, uh, I, I did want to kind of touch on one last thing that I... Um, wanted to talk about. So I I hadn't um, 
I, we kind of talked about this in the group chat, and it's funny that Justin's gone now because it kind of pertains to him. But um, Amiibo, I am kind of over it. I um, ah. especially after um, after <laughs> trying and failing to get some Zelda Amiibo that I wanted, and then I said, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna get an Amiibo spoofer. Got one. It's right here. Got my little tag. Nice. And I've just been going Amiibo <laughs> crazy. Um, it, it, it almost feels wrong because I'm like, you know, going and unlocking all the DLC that I wasn't able to before in some of the games, which is really cool. So I have like a no, whole bunch of Mario you, Kart costumes. And... You tried. Yeah. That's the thing is you tried. You couldn't get it. Yeah. So you shouldn't feel bad. Yeah. And see, that's the thing because I would have bought like, so the main reason I got this is because I wanted, um, I, I had been looking for some Zelda amiibo because I want, you know, some uh, Zelda specific co- costumes in Breath of the Wild, you know, that I wasn't able to get before. So... Um, and in addition, I've been looking for like uh, the big guardian since launch, and I haven't been able to find oh. it. So I, you know, I I've just been having fun going and you know changing this deal and to like guardian to Ganondorf and then to Wind Waker um, Link and then to back again and you know getting like collecting all the um, all the armor that I wasn't able to and stuff like that in my other quest. And what I have found is that it's um, it's it's an, up to my enjoyment of um, going to like the great fairies and actually caring about that shit because I like have like all the cool um, armor that I would want to upgrade. The downside is that it's kind of um, I don't know it, it's it's almost dropped my enjoyment of the game just a tad just because now I can kind of get anything at any time and I have to restrain myself from it. So I don't know. It, right. it, it's it's kind of just on, on me to, um, you know, to not make my, like, you know, ruin my enjoyment of the game because I have like 999 fucking star fragments or whatever oh, I God. want, you know, but like, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, what I've been doing with it. Just kind of having fun with my tag and saying, fuck you, Nintendo. I would have paid for your Amiibo, but you won't let me. I don't know if this is... Well, see, that's, I was going to say, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm still going to collect the Zelda Amiibo, even though I said, you know, a month ago that I'm done collecting Amiibo. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's still some Amiibo that I will buy. I still bought Cloud. I still bought Bayonetta. Um, You know, but for the most part, it's like, why? I have this thing. I don't need it. Um, If I get the new Metroid, I'm not going to bother with the two new Metroid Amiibo because I'm not a huge fan of Metroid. But I want that game, and I want all the content that comes with it. So knowing that mm-hmm. I can use that, it's like, oh, well, I don't have to go try and fight for those amiibo that everybody wants because they're cool. Just, you know, I'll just do what I need, and I've got my other two amiibo, and that's what I need. <laughs> I, I don't know if this is going to be a very popular opinion. I think it'll be a nice, safe one. Well, I know it's it'll not. be a safe one here on this group because I think you guys are all kind of in the same boat, but... I've always kind of felt like it's up to the person who's, or company, I guess, that's creating the good to keep the good relevant, you know, when things inevitably come out and piracy starts and hacking starts. And I I was just watching some of those, like, top ten lists of, like, interesting ways that game designers have, like, spoofed hackers, you know? Like, making Mother 3 unplayable or, you know, stuff like that. But I feel like Nintendo's got to up their game somehow with the Amiibos, because... I feel like regular people like you and me would rather just go out for 30 bucks and buy some pirate's amiibo spoofer than, you know, wait anxiously over and over again for all these Amazon goodies just to get our DLC. And I know the collector aspect is there. Right. People are going to want the figurines. Like, I want the Mifa just because it's Mifa. 
But, um, and I think that's kind of how you are with the Guardian. But I just, I, I feel like Nintendo's got to do something to make it a little bit more incentivized now. Even if that's finding a way around the spoofing. I hate to say that because you guys have both picked up spoofers, but, like, if Nintendo could find a way to patch that and, you know, pick up on the fact that it's a spoofer and keep that from being a thing, that would be a way to get their business back. But it, I right. kind of feel like the ball's in Nintendo's court at this point. Yeah. Like, they've got to figure out a way to make their Amiibo more relevant because as much as I don't think they're really yeah. losing a lot of money on this stuff because they're selling out all the time, they're just not creating enough supply to meet the demand. I just kind of feel like, you know... Well, that's, what are you, and that's the problem. Is there's what are not you going to do about it, Nintendo? Demand. Like, I understand the SNES thing. Going back to the very beginning of this podcast, because they're not exactly sure how that's going to do. But with Amiibos, it's like we all pretty much know that they're going to sell out the second they hit the stores. Now, maybe it's time to start experimenting sure. with just a yeah. few extras. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe throw a dozen more yeah, on the just... on the fucking factory well, or something. I mean, like. And, and I guess on a personal note, Eugene, if you ever do want a Guardian, I went to GameStop a few, like, a month back, and they had it resupplied, and I just didn't get it because I wanted, like, regular Link more, but... No, see, here's my thing. I, I try and limit my, my Amiibo intake, and the only way I can do that is if I'm not fucking hitting y'all up for all the Amiibo that I want, because, you know, right. then... I, I mean, I know I can well, get yeah, it. because we can find I, it. I know I can find it. I know I can go to Amazon Japan or something like that and get it if I really want it. All but... right. Well, if I'm ever in a store and I see it, I'll try my best not to text you and be like, bro, you want me to pick this up <laughs> for you? Because you have, you have my as I, as I fucking wire you $20. Yeah, you have yeah, my I was PayPal just going to say as I like, fucking... You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. All right, guys. Well, I think we've uh, had about enough Infendo Radio for one evening. What do you say? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but before we get out of here, <laughs> we um, have a request from the chat. One of our lovely chat chatters, um, Heather White, a frequent <laughs> uh, Infendo Radio live chatter. <laughs> I just laugh because I'm about yeah. this request. So she says that you, Lucas have to close out the show, but you have to close out the show being Trump ranting about cats. So I'm guessing that I missed something fucking great in this fucking Infendo when I was gone peeing or something, so l- let's right. hear what I, this I is all about. This. I got this. Ready? But, so wait, 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 before we get out of here, and with Mr. Trump, let's give us, give our okay. Twitters, let's get out of here proper, and then let's hear what Trump has to say. So Lucas, where can we find you, you on the internet? You can find me at Mike underscore DA underscore Parrot. I did not realize how aggravating that name would be when Mike got it for me every week. Um, <laughs> and you can find me on YouTube, Pokemon <laughs> Trainer Verdant can't make any promises about content but maybe someday you'll see something i actually wanted to make mike a surprise i forgot about this i hope he's not listening like i wanted to do a mashup with city escape and this okay so i don't know if you know what big smoke is but it's like this gta san andreas character that's become a meme and like the other day we were like joking around about that and city escape and i wanted to actually make it for him before he got back maybe i'll work on that you might see something from me probably not but maybe who knows (laughs) <laughs> nice. Where can we find you on the internet, Steve? Um, I'm at Gentus1 on Twitter, and hopefully I can get some stuff on YouTube soon, too, but I don't have a capture card, so I don't have a way to stream anything at the moment. Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and... So come, come play Minecraft with me. I'm on there all the time now. Nice. 
Well, you can find me on Twitter at Infendo Eugene. You can follow Infendo on Twitter at Infendo. You can do, follow everything that Infendo is doing at www.infendo.com. Go there this week, actually. A bunch of content went up, um, some pretty good reading. If you are an Infendo radio fan, I think you would like it. Um, other than that, follow Phantom4995 on Twitter right <laughs> now. He just signed up for Twitter to play games with Infendo. God damn it if we're not going to get him some followers. So go ahead and follow Phantom. He's one of the one of the good ones. And, you know, if you want to be one of the good ones too, y'all ought to join us for Infendo Radio on the live stream because we have a blast over here. The chat's great. It's really awesome. Find, uh, follow Infendo Radio on YouTube and you are in. So, wait, what are those little things, those little hands I see? Mr. Trump, are you there? Um, do you, uh, do you have something to tell us? Let me tell you all a little bit about Infendo Radio. Infendo Radio was great (laughs) once upon a time, not so great now. Their ratings have really been in the toilet, uh, ever since they started talking bad about me. Um, I, uh, the, the, the cats, the cats, uh, Infendo Radio has been letting all these cats into their show lately, and, you know, they're spitting up hairballs, they're shedding, and I'm sure some of them are nice cats, but we need to build a firewall, people. We need to keep these raw cats and these raffle cats out of our podcast. This is not a place for cats. This is a place for people to do serious work. Once again, I will ask, where is Eugene's birth certificate? I've never seen it. I don't know anyone who has. What country did he come from? I don't know. Doesn't look like this one. These cats, people. Have I told you about the cats? They're just, they're not, some of them are nice. I'm sure some of them are nice. But I just, I I hate the cats. Mostly because the cats look like my hair. And did I tell you about how much I love the devastation and the destruction of the nuclear option? We should nuke all the cats, put them on an island, an island no one cares about, like France or Britain or Hawaii, and just nuke all the cats and be done with it. You know, I could stand in the middle of this podcast and shoot someone and we wouldn't lose any ratings. (laughs) <laughs> shit oh my god this has been alright then guys we're radio. out of here we, got, we gotta we gotta turn Trump off he's gonna just keep going he won't follow stop follow me on twitter he, for many he, many tw- <laughs> hashtag cafe fay <laughs> alright y'all it's been a federal radio it's been a good one we'll see y'all next week we love y'all And is Eugene being exceptionally still, or is he frozen again? I think Eugene. I got frozen.
I had to okay. change. Oh, okay. I had to change out my. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm like pers- watching him, and he says, "I got frozen." I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> nice. Okay, so let me make a note in my audacity here. I assume we stopped talking about news at this point, huh? Yeah, we're pretty much yes. into the news, but none of okay. us are big boys enough to put us on a break. So. Yeah, and fear- fearless later was frozen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, at this point, I think we are going to take a little break. Catch our bearings, and then we're going to, you know, move into the Ten Tunes, everybody's favorite section. And I have an amazing theme for you all this week that I can Uh. <laughs> the theme is internet issues, apparently, and we will be back. <laughs> Everybody go offline so when he comes back, we're all... <laughs> But yes, um, next is going to be Nintendo Tunes, and then change the system, folks. Huh? So everybody get get hype. It's gonna be gonna be a good show. We got a lot. Gonna be best show. You're gonna get so tired of it being such a good show. It's gonna be such a good show. Oh my it, God, gonna, I hate you right we're now. We're gonna build a show, and it's not just gonna be any show. It's gonna be a better show. Where's Eugene's birth certificate? You tell me. I don't know. Did he come from some foreign country? Probably. I'm not sure. But who knows? Um, what other conspiracy where did theories Just- are going around right now? Yeah, Ju- I, where did Justin, Justin go? I was going to tell him the Vita card story. Justin left after I started making like Trump-esque jokes. Um... Uh, I'm gonna hire my new assistant. His name is something Italian, and then I'll fire him in a week. Um, (laughs) And what else is topical right now? Uh, My hair looks like a dead uh, Pokemon. That Pokemon that looks like Trump. What's his name? Help me out here. Oh fuck! What's his name? Young Goose and Gumshoes. It yeah. looks like a Gumshoes yeah, guy on my head. And look at these big, beautiful hands. Aren't these some big, beautiful hands, folks? Lucas, you are pro scholar. I'm, I'm not rambling pro. or anything while I'm waiting for Eugene to come back. That's not what's <laughs> happening. This was scripted. Um, you're gonna get so we tired of Infendo because Infendo is the best, and you don't even know, folks. We got big plans for Infendo. Big plans. See, this is what goes on in the background. <laughs> Eugene says he's resetting the internet. Oh god. But yeah, we're on a break, so hopefully Eugene puts that in like the post or something. Cause oh that, my god. I worked hard. Justin, on that. you need to hurry up and get back. I have plenty of time to tell you that story, and the second I start telling him, Eugene will be back. I'd just like to point out in the chat that Phantom says they're certainly not small hands, Lucas. <laughs> Why is everybody going, whoa, Eugene, and dotting, and speaking of swapping roles? Like, did Eugene do something horrible that I missed? Did he give us, like, a crotch shot or something? Someone in the chat, please let us know what Eugene's grave offense was, because everybody seems a little freaked out, and I'm not sure why. Also, I don't hate anyone in the chat, but I think you all know that. Oh, Jacob, Jacob, you don't need, Jacob, you don't need my help anymore. We actually think we figured out a way to make it work. So you can just join in on some Minecraft goodness, I hope. It's worked for me and Steve, at least. Can everybody hear me? 
Am I the only one left? Am I really all alone? Do I have this power? This unlimited power to control Infendo? <laughs> I honestly have no idea what to say without anybody here to talk to. Um... How's everybody doing out there? I still don't have Splatoon 2. Um, I'm waiting to see if I get it for my birthday because that's next month. And like uh, Justin said, I am a child. Um, I'm probably going to get Fate Extolo though because I want that. I like those games. Um, everybody doing good? Everybody having a great time? Oh, thank you for the nice evil laugh. I feel like one of those weird people who just like sets up a cam all day and just like has people watch them while they go about their daily business. It's honestly kind of weird. Like now that I'm here and I'm all alone, I have no idea how people could do that all day. Um, yeah, rant time. Ah, uh, jeez. Justin. Let's rant about Justin and his cat. I can't. I love cats. I have like three cats. Um, so yeah, okay, cat, cat story time. Um, I took in a cat with my parents because our neighbors moved and they left the cat and it turned out that she wasn't spayed and she got pregnant. So then we really took her in and we let her live in the house instead of just like feeding her and she had six kittens. So we put off a bunch of the kittens and we gave them to like friends and family and stuff and we kept two of them. So I have the little white one named Silva. Her sister Ryoko lives next door. And I have a big old fatty kitty named Little Joe, who was the, like, munchkin of the bunch when we started. But he ballooned up. He's, like, 18, well, 13 pounds. He's big. He's a fatty. Maybe 18. He's big. Um, and That hurts his feelings. I also have. He's well Oh, no, he loves food. Like, he will beat up his siblings for food. But they're fun. I like my cats. So, you know, that's cat story time with Lucas. I have Mama Kitty, I have Silva, and I have Little Joe, who's not very little. <laughs> yeah, I was here all alone. And all of a sudden I realized I was all alone and I just started like <laughs> rambling and I was like, I don't know what to talk about. This is really awkward. Let's talk about cats. <laughs> so this is what happens when you have and the all bladder. We're all back. This is what happens when you have the bladder of a 20 year old and everybody else is in their 30s and their bladders are gone. <laughs> hey, fuck off. I got to pee all the time, dog. Crap. <laughs> Oh, Lucas, you need to turn that into a song. <laughs> um, I think I am failing this mission. And Phantom, I had dogs all through my childhood, but after I got back from college, you know, pets get old. And that actually, I got the cats like right when I was losing my last dog, so it was very nice for me. So now I'm kind of a cat person, but I do love dogs. I had beagles. 